With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ooh. I think we're live, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing today? Hope you guys are listening back at home. We're having a wonderful day today. We have a very special guest here that we're introducing sooner on. But first, we want to get this out of the way. Thank you guys for tuning in uh, to the very first episode that we launched last week. We had a lot of success and a lot of feedback, and I love that from you guys. I love hearing the feedback. I want to know more about what you guys think. Uh, what can we talk about in future episodes? Who would you like to see have us on there or have us bring on there? And just kind of forth. I got a list of people that I already want to bring in. But that's where you guys come in. I want you guys to make some recommendations. And listen, if you do make a great recommendation, we need your help. We need you guys to help us bring them on. So get in contact with whoever you would like to see and let us know. We'll be more than willing to listen. So thank you guys again. We appreciate it. Now, let's carry on with the show. So, we have a very special guest here today. Oof, man. What can I say about this guy, to be honest? <laughs> He's a great guy. He's very charming. Very funny. Appreciate it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We're not done yet. <laughs> How many compliments are you going to give him is the question. I don't know, man. I could tickle his balls a little bit more. Yeah, let's, not, cool let's, with not, you. let's not do that. Right. <laughs> not in this setting. I guess we'll cut it short then. Everybody <laughs> wants to fuck up the intro, right? Let Hello, the, everybody. Let so, nah, let it's too do, late. Go fuck yourself. We're already in. <sighs> you want the intro? I'll give you two minutes. Don't fuck it up. Wait, are you going to cut it? Or are you gonna just... I'm not going to cut it. We're going live. So this Ron is just going to be... Cut. Okay, well, first of all, we'd like to welcome everybody to the Barely Speaking Podcast. Welcome to episode two. Uh, we just really want to thank everybody for the success on episode one. Your, your love, your comments, your DMs, everything was really appreciated. Um, you know, this is just a journey that's now beginning and we're trying to get bigger and better with it as we, you know, with anything in life. So we do really want to thank you guys for everything. But as we were before, I'd like to welcome back our spec, excuse me, not welcome back. We'd like to welcome in our very first, uh, special guest a man goes by the name of Ricky. I like to call him Ricardo. No, no, no. We got to say it right for the ladies that know. Okay. Ricardo! That's Welcome, my friend. That's definitely gonna break the mic. But That's fine, no problem. I appreciate you being here. It's an honor being with you guys, and it's so nice seeing the homies. You know, grow, man. Hey, man, we're trying. We're trying. You know, we come from a small city named Orlando. We gotta do big things out here. The city is not small, but continue. Hey, man, shut the fuck up. All right? Yes, sir. Anyways, hey, man, how are you? 
I'm good, man. I'm just I'm chilling now. Just uh, super hyped all being with you guys and uh, getting mentally prepared to, I don't know, keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. All right, say less. So what you got going on so far? Uh, working on car stuff and then uh, moving moving in January to California. Why are you moving in California, man? I'm moving to Fremont. So Fremont, out of all places. It's an interesting yeah. place. Yeah. So what are you going over there for, man? I got a job with Tesla, so. Oh, shit. Big oh, ball over here. That's, that's the job Jesus right there. fucking Christ. I don't have him pretty quick, but uh, yeah, I finally got... I want to say the dream job, but it's a, a guy. I guess a good step forward in my career because I'm finally graduating in the spring. So, well, tell us how you got there, man. How's how was the process to getting to Tesla? Oh, dude, it was. <laughs> it's been pretty easy because literally my whole life is just fucking cars. Like that is, I live and breathe that shit. So and they're just, I just gave them my my resume and they just hired me like on the spot. I wish it was that fucking simple. Wow. I wish I could go to any place I wanted to and be like, dude, here's my resume. Thank dude, you. that's fucking crazy just to like just show a resume and that's it. He's like, yo, when do I start? <laughs> dude, I mean, it's, it just happens so fast. But, I mean, I put in a lot of work to get to this point. So, it's nice to see it finally like actually pay off and like being recognized by like, I guess, the, the bigger people. I mean, yeah, it's kind of tough because when you think about the car community, you think about it in a small sense where everybody kind of knows everybody and then we don't know really how big it is on a grander scheme yeah i guess top tier the pinnacle of things is f1 but you know not everybody exactly has the money to get into f1 yeah just to get there is the requirements like fucking nuts man i don't even want to think about the fucking requirements but when exactly do you start i know you said you're moving out there but when do you move i moved january 3rd and then i started january 10th so I get there bad. early and fucking learn the area before yeah, I get there. Yeah, solid week fun. before you get there. Before I kill myself at the job. <laughs> well, what exactly are you going to be doing over there in Tesla? I'm the battery manufacturing engineer, so I'm going to be the guy optimizing like the line. So, just making shit move faster, more efficient, make more money for the company. <laughs> this man's about to be a fucking supervisor. Over there. <laughs> about to tell these employees, yo, you better hurry the fuck up with these batteries. All right, we got people waiting out there. Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to retire early, so I might not be there too long to get a supervisor position. All right, fair enough. What what age do you plan on retiring? Uh, I think the goal is probably like 30. I'm trying to be like comfortable. But I guess when I retire, it's not really like actually retiring. It's more like starting my own business and doing the shit I really want to do. Facts. Like falling the fuck out at 30. Facts. So you're definitely not retiring at 30. Oh, definitely not. No, you're definitely going to retire. We'll say a good end, we'll say... 50 at 50 you feel like i've accomplished everything i need to accomplish in life i have my children if need be i have a beautiful wife and then i could just lay back and let everything just flow is that correct probably but i probably get back up again and start working again <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those guys i just i can't fucking sit down dude like i get bored so quick like, I, always always, I gotta move. do something new every always fucking move, week yeah, yeah. So I know you've just been dying just sitting at home, not doing anything. Oh, dude, fucking killer. It's been like that. I finished school, and it's just been at home. It's fucking all my eyes doing, like, learning some things here and there. But, yeah, I got to keep exploring. Hey, man. Well, listen, California seems like a great place to start. Yeah, I finally actually have money to do it. Because <laughs> that's just crazy expensive, dude. So how much are you going to be paying out there for rent? You found a spot? 
Yeah, found the spot. Okay, so how much are you going to use? 1400 for a little-ass room. Dude. Little-ass room. A studio? A one-bedroom, one-bath? One, one, one bedroom. I'm sharing I'm sharing the house with, like, the owners. Oh, whoa. And 1400 is the rent? Yeah. Damn. And that, that, that was that was a lucky deal, man. Because everything else furnished was like three grand, four grand. Guys, I don't think you guys understand the the problem here. My man's splitting fourteen hundred with the owners for a bedroom in California. How expensive is fucking California, dude? And that doesn't account for like all the what the gas is almost like yeah. double over there. I dude. mean groceries and dude, I fucking hate paying four dollars a gas. Dude, the taxes. Right I'm gonna get chunked of the taxes. I'm yeah. not prepared for that either. State taxes and everything. Damn, I wonder that's... if what you'll be making over there is the equivalent of what you're gonna make here. I doubt. I doubt it. Not doubt. even close. Well, the taxes over there is pretty high compared to here. Stupid high. I'm not prepared for it, but I'm trying. I mean, I'm gonna go enjoy it and then hopefully move to like Texas or something where I'll be like actually comfortable with the same pay. Well, how long are you gonna stay over there for? I got a contract for four months, so January to April, so just going to be chilling there. What do you feel like if at the end of the four months they hand you, let's say, either another contract or they tell you, hey, we want to bring you in? Uh, I don't know, man. It's because I guess guess in April-ish, I have like a couple offers on the table, so I got to like sit down and like my parents or with the homies and just tell everyone, you know, get their input because whatever decision I make, will change my whole life yeah. and I'm not I, I can't I guess I can't like fathom like how crazy it's gonna be so when I sit down to make those decisions I gotta like be super serious about it of course yeah. any decision you make in life is a serious one yeah. unless you make the decision to buy yourself a pack of Skittles but even then that has a greater effect at the end it's kind of like the butterfly always, effect yeah always right but I would say in this standpoint, you know, you have to do what's best for your end because you know later on down the road it's something that's going to benefit you. Yeah. And then once you get to that end mark, right, you can come back to everybody and say, hey, guys, I did everything. Let's have the time to hang out. Let's catch up and do everything that we got to yeah. do. I know right now I'm not going to change. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, always. Yeah, yourself comes first. Yeah, yeah. you always come first no matter what. Everything else after that is secondhand. Yeah. You got to put yourself first in anything to make sure you're doing what you got to do in order to support yourself, not only physically, but mentally as well. Yeah. Right? Without those two different things in health, you're not going to get that far. No. Nah, no, it's been, it's been fucking hard trying to get here. I've been doing a lot of work alone. I definitely had a lot of help from, like, family and stuff. But it's those, it's those long nights alone, like, doing the work. It's where, you know, people start recognizing what you're doing. Well, you got to think about it like this, you know. At the end of the day, you got to work hard for what you want. You got to shut up, put your head down, get to work. Yeah, yeah, a lot of shit happens behind the scenes, man. It's always a grind behind the scenes. Nobody knows that. They always see the outcome of things, but they never see what's ahead of us. Right? I, think, I think that's what, like, a lot of people go with. They forget, like, all the hard work that has to go into everything that you do like behind the scenes and it's just like dude everybody just wants to finish products so quickly but doesn't realize that dude you have to go you know sacrifice spend all this money everything like don't get me wrong not everything is money but you know just kind of have to 
just go with the whole process just to get things going. But hey, man, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. That's that's good, man. He's your coquito. Before I finish it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking alcoholic here. Hey, man, listen, I love the drink. We all do. I mean, I know uh, Ricky. I don't know if you love the drink, but oh, dude, I'm Dominican, man. Oh, it's in your blood, blood, man. Blood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who can out drink the most here? Oh, that's tough. I've never drank with Ricky, so I can't give a it's solid been, answer on that. I feel like Ricky's a lightweight. A lightweight? Just my opinion. Oh, no, I don't bro. know. I haven't seen you drink too much. You've always been, uh, I wouldn't say a straight arrow, but for the most part, you're like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do oh, too no, much. No. Sometimes, well, you know, things behind the scenes is a little too wild. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't share all the stories, man. <laughs> That's why we're here, bro. We got <laughs> to bring it into the light, man. It's all the behind the scenes work, man. What's Yo. going on? Tell me a fucking story right yo, now. Yo, yo, but, but I don't know who's listening sometimes, but, you know, you got to keep it low-key. Nah, son, we hearing it out, boy. Hey, man, if you don't want to share, you got to share, man. It's cool. Dude, but it's, I mean... Come on, you got this. Oh, when's the last time you guys have been crossfaded? Oh, that's a great question, dude. Oh, I could last actually give time? a, I could actually give a story about this. So I recently went to New York for like the week or the week after of my birthday. I remember this. And what the fuck you mean you remember? Either way, you told me. Yeah. So either way, I went to New York, and this was the first time I went back to New York in like a couple like years, and all my family's there. So if you've been to New York. You kind of know how people block off the block and they have a whole party. Yeah. So we had that. And long story short, you know, all the families together, everybody's drinking and everything like that. And uh, I got offered a a split for blood. And keep in mind, I'm already already down a whole cigar. I'm drinking all day. And... I don't know, man. I don't know what... You were were, were living. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was down a cigar. Yeah. So, I did... I hit the spliff, and... Dude. I I literally told my cousin after I hit it, because I... It all hit me at once. The cigar, the the drinking, and then the the weed all at once. Yeah, she was like a truck. It hit me like a truck, and then I fucking... Bro, I literally told my cousin, I'm like, yo, I have to go into my aunt's house real quick. I literally left the whole party and went upstairs into some random ass bedroom and just knocked the fuck out. <laughs> I was texting my mom. I was like, yo, mom, like, can you please just bring me like a bottle of water or something like that? Yeah. And she was like, what the, the fuck? She's like, what the fuck was wrong with you? This and that. Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, she's not like upset at me because, you know, I'm at an yeah. age where I can do what I want. But she's just she's just making sure I'm OK. But, yeah, dude, that was the last time I got crossed and it was the worst fucking experience of my life and I'll never do it again I, I hate it I hate it dude it feels great it feels great dude I don't know I, I enjoy it my experience it was just me and the homies and I hit the bong for the first time and that shit and hit me so time. hard and then it was a bunch of ground world I mean we were just taking shots after shots like I don't remember too much but we were playing Uno, and then it, like, escalated, and that shit, was, that shit was way too much fun, man. It's always the most random moments that get you. It creeps yeah. up on you really fucking hard. It's super hard, man. I've never been... Well, I've, I've been crossfaded before, 100%. So, so you're lying your ass off if you said you're <laughs> You're 100%. Nah, I'm guilty, bro. I'm guilty. But it's been so long since I've done that, because I just know, listen, anything can happen at the wrong turn, and then I'm down the hole. Yeah. And it's going to take a really bad turn. I have been really drunk though, I'm like terribly drunk. Do you wanna you wanna tell everybody about your birthday? 
There was a moment after my birthday, but let's go with my <laughs> birthday, right? Why not? Uh, my birthday celebration was awesome. I mean, was it 20? As it should be. Yeah, 24 years on this fucking earth. You said 24? 24. Dude, you're old as fuck, dude. We're the same age. Let me rephrase it. Ricky's young. Kenneth's old as fuck. Even though you're both <laughs> the same age. Ricky, when's your birthday? September 13. Ricky's older than me. Goddamn. Go fuck. <laughs> go fuck yourself. We'll, ju- we'll, ju- we'll just go with Kenneth's old as shit. Go fuck yourself. That's the, that's the saying now. Kenneth's old as fuck. Well, he isn't that of the group, so. I guess you can put it like that. I'll fuck that guy anyway, right? Yeah, listen, Either way, man. continue. You're a baby in the room. It's fine. 23. You're a baby. Fuck off. October 14th <laughs> is my birthday, right? So you're not super older than me, but you're older than me, right? So listen, my birthday celebration was crazy. Um, had my lady there, had my friends there, my family, of course. Just all the people around me that I loved. Uh, I don't like to bring a lot of people into my home. That's just me. It's just kind of, I want to say that's how I was raised, but I like to keep my house as a sanctuary. Oh, dude, I my family is definitely the opposite of being Dominican. It's fucking invite the neighbors. Dude. Invite the dog. That's how I was in New York. <laughs> I'm Which Puerto is crazy. Rican, yeah, I know. It's just us, though. It's just, a, it's just a personal preference. Like, if I know I'm going to have a party, then I need to be mentally ready for what's to come. Oh. Right? Because I have to divide my energy into everybody. Yeah. It's not just like, hey, this, you know, sit down setting where I can talk to you guys and invite yeah. it equally. No, I have to divide it and spend my time with everybody to make sure they're comfortable, they're okay. If I'm the host... A good I'm, host, a good host. Yeah, a good host, I got to make sure everything's fine. I got to make sure everybody's good, everybody has a drink, yeah. nobody's too fucked up. If somebody is fucked up, how are they going to get home? Do I got to drive them? Do I have extra room that they could spend uh, the night in? Yeah. I got to make sure about a lot of things. So, with that being said, I don't like anybody in my house. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the fucking mess, right? Because a lot of times, people will come in and they'll just forget their drinks. Or they'll say that they spill something or they forget their trash. Brandon, that's several times. What? Bro, you know how many times <laughs> I've had to mop my floor because of you? What did I do? Spill a drink. What drink did I spill? Multiple drinks. Oh, you remember when we shotgunned the beer? Oh, yeah, we did shotgun oh. the floor. <laughs> now yeah. you're on no, no, the no, 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 okay, I take full responsibility for... Dementia went away for, now, huh? <laughs> I take full responsibility for that one, but I don't remember anything else. Anyways, right? I like to keep my place a sanctuary. I like to come home in peace and quiet. If I need a party, I'll have a party. It's not a problem, right? Yeah. Anyways, as for my birthday, what a mess, right? Anything you can think about, or I wouldn't say anything. It went really great, but what I'm trying to come across is anything you can think about when you're drunk and can turn south happened. Yeah. It happened. And I have no shame in it. I had a great time, right? But I woke up with the worst hangover in my life. And I don't really get hungover. That was probably the first time that I actually blacked out. But that was like top tier. Like, yo, I don't want to fucking drink again. Ever again. Was it good, though? <laughs> night, oh, when I was taking the drinks, yeah, it was not a problem. While he was drinking, it was good. Yeah, while I was drinking, it was Soon good. Soon turned south real fucking quick. So it started like this, right? I like Hennessy. I'm a Hennessy kind of guy. Dang, bro. Are we all dark drinkers in here? That's fine by me. We all drink dark. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yo, beer, beer, I don't know. It's just nasty. 
I like beer. It's just not, you, like it you, never goes down well. But then you get me some rum, and I'll chug the whole fucking bottle along. Oh, oh so Ricky's Ricky's wild. Yeah. You're a maniac guy. Ricky's wild. If I, I gave you a straw in a bottle right now, would you chug it? Hell yeah, dude! It's it's, it's better than a fucking Heineken or a Bud Light. Disrespect. We gotta we gotta make this happen before he leaves. I mean, a Bud Light, possibly. But Heineken, maybe I don't know. It's yeah, it just doesn't. It, do, it never goes down. It right. all depends on the beer too. Cause yeah, me, I'll, I'll put you on to some beers. Yeah, because me, I'm more of like a, I used to be a straight Corona, you yeah. know, Bud Light, Lime, and all that shit. But ever since like I started drinking Stella, Ooh. Stella Artois, that is my shit. Blue Moon is my shit. Blue Moon, yeah, this Blue, kid is Blue Moon's actually, me. Blue Moon, okay, Say, Blue Moon's not too bad. Yeah. Blue Moon's probably one of the Yeah. Stella but, is really fucking good. Blue Moon is great. But Such if I had to choose, I wouldn't choose it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hard, hard liquor every fucking day if, if, if you had to make a choice. Listen, if I need to sit down and chill type of drink, a beer. 100%. But if I know I want to have a good time, 100% hard liquor. Yeah. All right, 100%. I'm getting drunk, I'm getting faded, do what I gotta do, and I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm like, it's just way more enjoyable, man. <laughs> For you, possibly. <laughs> right? So, again, let's get back to the story because people are waiting. <laughs> it's just like, yo, tell me the fucking story. Already, oh, right? But it shows. I'm not a lightweight. Because you can't yeah, be your. Yeah. Hey, hey, that Listen, shows, I'm, right? I'm vouching for Ricky off this one. Cause... Hey, man, there's only one way to find out. Hey, right? I won't be the last one standing. We'll put money on it right now. <laughs> ah, we're gonna make We're gonna make sure that we take a video. That before Ricky leaves, what, what is it that you're leaving again? The third, the third of January. January, yeah. Ooh. Try and organize something for New Year's or something, and we'll try get this going before Ricky leaves. And we just have to see if we stand in last, man, because Ricky I, just mentally prepared yourself to get fucked. Yeah, because that night, yeah, you're gonna be I'm calling fucking out. I'm winning everything, dude. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, last one stands. Don't worry. He's confident, Ken. He's confident. I don't know. Maybe after I tell my story, you won't be so confident. <laughs> we'll figure this out, right? I was there for the story, so I'm confident. So I'm not even worried about it. Yeah. Once I retell the number, the amount that I was taking at the end of it, maybe not. But we'll see, right? This man, I've seen this man get drunk plenty of times, right? So my lady was there. Like I said, I was drinking Hennessy. And for some reason, everybody decided to gift me a bottle of Hennessy. I've had like three whole bottles. Proper gifts. Right? Proper gifts. A valid gift, actually. Wow. Of Hennessy. And then someone decided, me, decided to bring me a smaller version of it. So not only did I already have a bottle from before, now I have four additional bottles of Hennessy <laughs> on top of that. I might as well just throw it in a keg and just have, like, a fucking, just, it's just, it was just crazy to see to me, right? So, we started off with a shot. Everybody started off with a shot. We're all enjoying the night. Uh, we bring out the Domino's table. As always, Typical Spanish household that has to have the Domino's bro. table. I fucking love Domino's. I could just sit there and play for hours. I just don't know why. It's just, you know, something that I grew up on, something that I probably teach my kids later on down the road how to play and just have them play, right? Love dominoes. So we're playing dominoes. We all take a shot. Next thing you know, we just kind of settle down. I grab a beer, start drinking the beer, enjoy it, whatever. Flash forward. Hey, where's your shot? What do you mean? Why don't you have a shot in your hands? Bring me one. Now, mind you, I'm still finishing my beer. They bring me another shot. All right? That's two shots. 
while I'm still sipping on my beer. I finished my beer. I was like, uh, let me get another beer. It's something to settle down on. Drink another beer. Chilling. My uncle comes in. For those that have had the privilege of meeting my uncle, anytime I walk into his house or he walks into my house, the first thing he asks is, Where's your drink? <laughs> he doesn't say hi. He gives me like a, a handshake or a hug, but he doesn't really say hi. You have like a broken knee or something, all he cares about is your drink. Yeah. He just wants to see me get fucked up. <laughs> and this happened on Thanksgiving too. I walked into his house and he tells me, he's like, Oh, did you already grab a drink? I was like, I just got here. He's like, Oh, come inside. Come on. Let's go. Immediately get a shot. Same thing happened. Come into my home. Where's your drink? All right, cool. Let's take a shot together. Three shots. And mind you, I've just been drinking Hennessy all night. Yeah. So that's three shots, and I still got two beers. Finish my other beer. Still playing dominoes. Get to eat something. Take another beer. Right? How many beers is that in total right now? We're at three. Three in total. So we got three beers. What, three shots? Everybody keeping counting back at home. <laughs> <laughs> I will get lost at some point. And then my girlfriend asked me, she's like, so on a scale from 1 to 10, how do you feel? Like a 1? Just chilling. Not really crazy. I mean, yeah, that's, that's just getting started for me, man. Yeah, exactly. We're just getting started. The, <laughs> night has, the night's early, bro. Yeah, man. We're enjoying ourselves, listening to music, playing dominoes, family time, eating. We're good. We're just starting. All right, cool. No problem. Here's another shot. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Four shots. Still had my third beer. Then at this point, um, I forgot who else came in. But once somebody else came into the home, everybody had a round of shots. So now, not only me, but everybody in the whole fucking, in the whole house had a shot. Right? So that's five. <laughs> and then I grab another beer so I could just relax, sit down. Enjoy uh, some dominoes again. All right. Time passes by. I see my sister getting fucked up. Really? Yes. (laughs) Funny moment she gets fucked up. But I see her getting drinking. Um, My brother's drinking. The family's drinking. Everybody's drinking. Typical party. Nothing crazy. And then comes around my lady again. Hey, where's your shot? Uh, I don't know. I didn't. And grab another shot. Yo, they want to intoxicate you. That's exactly what happened. So she's like, "Dude, your fucking liver is screaming at this point." You don't even know, man. So she's like, "Oh, where's your shot?" And I was like, "I didn't bring one. I thought you were supposed to be in charge of that." She's like, "Oh, word. Okay, cool. Brings me two shots. Let's take it back to back. Take two. Down them. Seven shots. <laughs> right. And I had my my fourth beer too. So I was like, "Fuck it. I'll chase you with beer." I don't really need a chaser, but I was like, I already have it on the side. Why not? Chaser with beer. I finished the fourth bottle of beer, throw it away. And then my girl asked me, she's like, how do you feel on a scale of 1 to 10? I was like, probably feel like a 3. Like, I'm seven shots in with four beers. <laughs> I'm getting fucked up at some point, right? The matter of, uh, the question is when, right? That is the question. When am I going to get fucked up? All right, cool. Time passes by. We go sit outside for a little bit. We're just talking. All the friends are over. So, you know, 
you know how it is with the homies. We're all just bullshitting. Next yeah. thing you know, as we're outside, another shot gets thrown in there. That's eight. And we're just all chilling. We're vibing, just talking. Later on, we go back inside. Same thing. My lady's like, oh, where's your shot? I was like, I don't know. Where is it? She's like, here you go. God damn, dude. How many are they going to give you? Dog, I'm going to fast forward this, right? I ended up with a total of 15 shots by the end of the night. Was that mixing or was that just straight? Straight Hennessy. God damn. Right. On top of four beers. Anybody else probably would have had alcohol poisoning. (laughs) 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 They probably would have been in the hospital. I mean, I have something similar. So, like, have you guys... Well, you, I know you've been to DR, right? I have not. For real? I have not, yeah. Fuck, you're missing out. Are you ever, have you been to DR? Never. Oh, Rico. actually, I did. I've been to DR, but I was super fucking young. So, oh, I couldn't really, like, enjoy it. Count. We don't count it. Yeah, you can't really count it. But, I've been yeah, to Puerto Rico. I was Rico, young as shit. Yeah. So I kind of know how shit goes. Yeah, you know how shit goes. It's pretty close. But, like, you guys have got to, you know... Save some time and money. Set up a vacation at DR and go to one of those like five star resorts. The one where it's like all inclusive. Yeah, you can drink and eat whatever the fuck you want. There's a place that I've been, that my mom showed me. I don't know if I've shown you or Brandon, but it's called Hotel Ishkaret. Oh, I haven't heard that one. That sounds I said nice. a, I said at a place called Dreams. Uh, what the fuck? I hope your dreams were good. That shit was yeah, <laughs> that's how I'll, I'll, I'll was getting some some real intimate massages. <laughs> that boy had a happy ending at a fucking massage parlor. You got some to share, Ricky? Dude, I was able, I was able to work out, and I mean, I was eating and drinking with the family. I mean, it, it was a great time. It was a great time. It was a great time. And then we were at the club every night. Dude, skinny dipping? I mean, that, that's Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> we gotta go to the fucking resort. I gotta go and visit the dream. It's a dream, it's a dream up there, the right? And it was just, everyone is so, like, fucking laid back. All the workers are so laid back. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. It was just a fucking blast, man. I recommend anybody just, just to go to DR in general and just have fun over there, man. Cause what was it called? Dream is the called the... Dreams. Ken, you gotta write this down. They, they know how to have, have fun, to, bro. What the fuck? That's crazy, right? Definitely there. next travel or trip is dream in the Dominican Republic. Listen, how, how much is how much does it cost to go to dream? Uh, I think I pay something like like twelve hundred or something. Twelve hundred dollars for all inclusive. That's like all inclusive. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. That's including like flight. Obviously, you're staying. There's like, yeah, a couple of things. But I mean, I got family there too, so it was able to cut the cost on like stay. But we stayed at the resort, obviously, for those like yeah, like three course. or four days or so. Mm-hmm. But it, it was, it's a lot of fun, dude. It's so what worth the, the money. Fuck. But you're just there, it's trapped on a resort. Pretty much, but it's a, I mean, they had like nice restaurants. Like, you could eat somewhere new every night. Like, there were that many restaurants. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was eating legit. something new every single night. That's legit. And it's so nice. Like, you finish and you're like, I don't have to pay, right? They're like, no, you're good. You just walk out. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Let me, let me bring a couple of drinks back to the room. Dude, that was me. Keep like, going. That was me on my cruise, bro, because we did a cruise for my dad's birthday. It was my, it was my first cruise ever. You had to go on a cruise. Yeah. Have I, I've never done a cruise. Dude, dude and that's a cruise that will fucking change your life, man. So I went, I went on the cruise for the first time, bro, and we had all-inclusive, like you said, food and drinks and everything like that. The thing is, with the drinks, when I first got it, they told me that you're allowed 18 drinks per day. 
God damn, it's still a lot. And I was there for like I was on the ship for like three Can days. Can you imagine finishing eighteen drinks? But I mean, <laughs> I did it. I did it. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. <laughs> Eight <laughs> shots of Hennessy on your birthday. Don't tell me shit. But yeah. But you didn't pay for it. Yeah. Either way. Either way. I didn't pay for it technically. Dude. It was all gifts. Yeah. yeah. So it's this is about the same equivalent here. Well, I don't know how the cruise you paid for that though, right? Yeah, we, I mean we paid for it in advance. So oh, okay. it was like a part of a package. So gotcha. we we got it and I feel like it's better that way. Yeah, yeah, it was always and then excuse me, we go and I'm like, Okay, this is my first drink. And in my mind I keep, I'm keeping count, thinking that throughout the day that, you know, it's going down more and more and more every day, but eighteen drinks for the fucking day, that shit is enough. That's enough. <laughs> that's, that's more than enough. Being then, plenty. They yeah, have if to... you give me ten, even then, that's plenty. Yeah, dude, I'm good with ten. And you know, like you know how the kind of background we come from. We we're alcoholics. We, we'll fucking go through that shit in a heartbeat. It's just water. It's water. So <laughs> either way, we we're drinking, and you know, the cruise for the first time being, I've, I I was like so mesmerized by everything, as you said, like with the resort, how everything was. Was free. Well, not free, but you paid for yeah. it. But you know, in the moment, the it's, moment. it yeah, feels it's free. free. So I'm going, and they had this Guy Fieri burger joint. If anyone hey, knows who Guy yeah. Fieri is from the Food Channel, the white spiky hair, this dude can fucking cook. If you really don't know him by now, you've just been living. You live under a cake. rock. Yeah, you're like in a rock. That but yeah, no either way, I go and I'm like, I just want a burger. I mean, you know, you know, when you're drinking, you need something greasy to kind of like soak up the alcohol. Yeah. So I go and I get the burger, everything like that. And my dumb self forgetting, you know, kind of drunk as well, too. Yeah. My dumb self forgetting that that um, it's all inclusive. I walk away with the burger. And I'm like, fuck. And I start panicking. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I just stole this burger. And, <laughs> and, this and it and never that. feels right. And it never feels right. And then I go back up to them and we had a wristband. We had a wristband, and I was like, yo, I'm so sorry I didn't pay for it, this and that, blah, 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 here. I was, like, offering the guy cash. And he was like, dude, what the, he was like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? I'm paying for the burger. He's <laughs> like, bro, like, look at your wristband. <laughs> He's like, dude, look at your wristband. I'm like, what about it? He was like, you have an all-inclusive wristband, so you have food, unlimited, and drinks, the full, whatever, a lot of drinks that you have for the day. But, yeah, dude, it's, the feeling in the moment is just, it's crazy. To think that, you know, you have food and alcohol, all that to your limits, dude. It's a great feeling. Great fucking feeling. It's just feeling. a great feeling. But, yeah. like, r- real quick, though, like, the thing with cruises, is I'm, like, super spontaneous. So, when I go out to, like, say I'm going to, like, Chicago, I like to be able to drive on, explore, and do whatever the fuck I want, like, yeah. that night. I think with the cruise, like, you're stuck on the boat. <laughs> like, you're, I mean, I know you're going to your destination and stuff, but there's still that time to travel to your destination. Mm-hmm. And, like, is there enough on the boat to keep you excited? Oh, is 100%. That... Yeah. 100%, bro. I went I went to the, on the cruise, there was a club. Dude, my dad and my other brother went went to the room. And anybody that knows me, I have three brothers. So my, my dad and my oldest brother, or whatever, I don't remember their ages, they went to the room to sleep. Me and my other two brothers, the youngest, the party ones yeah. of, of the family, we go to the club. We start fucking it up, bro. <laughs> we start talking to the DJ. We're like, yo, I need you to drop this shit for me. I need you to start playing this, everything like that. And, dude, we just had the fucking best night of our lives, I could say. That that was a fucking party, man. Cruises are lit. Cruises are fucking great. 
Yeah, something I got experience. Well, I'm, still, I'm still waiting on it. Everybody right? has to experience a cruise once in yeah. a lifetime. Yeah. But I feel like if I'm going to cruise, I want it to be uh, at least a week. You know, so, something. You long. Say, no, no, you say no. You say that. You say that, but that whole time you're on the boat, and you're and you're like, fuck. If you're like, for example, if you're on there for yeah. a week, you're gonna be like, damn. When do I go back home? Because eventually, the stuff you're doing is gonna become repetitive. That's what I mean, though, it's with the boat, man. For example, like, because, uh, like... fuck. I'm going to say, what, five days? Four? Five days max. Because four days. Four. Four, yeah. whatever. But because when you go there and you get to your destination, like, we docked in the Bahamas. We got off the Bahamas. Or, excuse me, we got off the boat, went to the Bahamas. We, like, we got cool with this taxi driver. Yeah. And we're like, yo, can you take us there and bring us back? So we went to the beach... Almost fucking drowned because the Bahamas, <laughs> Bahamas oceans are fucking on crack cocaine or whatever. And then we explored, like, there's this famous Bahamas uh, resort. I forgot what it's called. Atlantis. That's yeah, what, that was yeah, the ocean Atlantis, yeah. So we went and explored Atlantis, checked the casino out, and just had drinks and everything like that. And it was a good fucking time, man. But th- after a moment, after you eat and you drink and all that stuff, you're like, all right, dude, I'm ready to go back. Because you, you start missing your bed and everything like that. Nah, bro. I don't, I don't miss the bed. Dude. I don't want to stop, bro. I don't want to stop, man. I got to keep going. Ricky moves too much, man. That's the problem. Yeah, once you do this shit yourself and you actually like test it out, you'll just be like, fuck. Because you get exhausted, bro. Exhausted. I've gotten homesick. Don't, trust me. I'm yeah. very spontaneous. I could do a bunch of shit and do it for a while. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I'm like, damn. I look at him as my home. Oh, yeah, 100%. I miss my bed. Yeah. Like, I just want to relax in my bed for a sec, take a breather, and then go back out. Yeah. You know? And I think for me, what what made me feel like that is because we had bunk beds. And I was sleeping on the top That's bunk. Tough. And don't give me... The bunk bed was comfy. It's just sleeping on a fucking boat that's moving all night. Dude, you start feeling it. That's another thing. I don't you even know if I'm motion sick. You start feeling it. I didn't yeah. get any motion sickness like, or anything. Yeah. Thank God. I know they have pills that can help you with that. Dude, it's no pill or anything is going to help you. It's just your body at that point. Because when you go there, if you take the pill, you'll feel good for like, what, like, what 20, 30 minutes? Yeah. And then it just comes right back. <laughs> but it's for a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're sleeping, bro, and then you wake up, like, especially if you're drunk or some shit, dude, that whole fucking boat is spinning to you. I know. I've seen close people just. Vomiting out the window, yeah, like on the regular, yeah, dude. It's n- it's no fucking joke how that shit is there. But they just throw up in the fish. Is like mm, food. Cruise is definitely a fucking good time. I, I just prefer the plane sometimes, man. Like, oh, I, yeah. I like getting to a destination and then just like renting a car and then just yeah. driving out with the whole I feel you. I feel or... you. The only problem I have with a plane is the fact that my height gets in the way. You're not that tall. Six two. Yeah, like, I'm not. I feel like that's tall. average, isn't it? <laughs> that's the average dude. I feel like ball average, players and shit feel when they go like, on a plane. Well, first of all, they have a private jet. Ball players have a private jet. Any fucking athletes on no, a private sir. jet? Going not somewhere. every or fucking bus. athlete does. They have a tour bus though. Yeah, they have plenty of space. Okay, for example, if a team is going to like, for example, if like a basketball team is flying to like what? Atlanta to Miami. Atlanta to Miami, <laughs> or something like that. They don't have private jets. They charter like a like a full Delta plane. Don't get me wrong, but it's still a regular-ass Delta plane. They just have it to themselves. So, Nonetheless, they have all the space. That's what I'm trying I, to get across. They yeah. have all the space in the world to feel comfortable and sit wherever the fuck they want to sit, and they won't have an issue with that. It's just your knees long. Dude, but, uh, hold up. Like, if you're flying Frontier, 
everybody's uncomfortable. That's like, well, yeah, I'm not getting away from that. I call, Don't front, we I call Frontier straight back because because your back is straight as shit when you fucking come out that flight. No reclining whatsoever, straight baseball seats. Yeah. And like, coming out the bleachers. It's like a bucket seat in a fucking Supra or some shit. That's how I look at it. Bro, Frontier, when I flew Frontier, I think for the first time, I think it was my last. Um, it was coming back from Denver. So a nice four hour trip. Yeah, that's a regular for me. Yeah, and I tried to like toss and turn, but the problem is I had Sosa next to me. <laughs> so we got two lanky <laughs> too ass motherfuckers in each other's knees. Two skinny to ass niggas, bro. bro. It's just crazy. And I'm like, dog, I need to upgrade or some shit. Because my knees be fucking in the back of the seats. And the thing yeah. is, too, let's say, um, if I'm with a stranger, I don't want to hit the stranger. I don't want to tap him or touch him. Like, yeah, you can only avoid it for so much. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to do it. But I, I that's, feel that's why you get comfortable with them. I tried, but sometimes, you know. Dude, just... I'll be ending a couple of flights with, like, holding her hand and stuff coming down. Holding her hand? What? what? You know what you also do that? No. I mean, you, I know you, can, you got a girl. My nigga, you holding hands with strangers, man? Yeah, what is going on Yo, right I mean, now? there's a lady sitting next to me. We just... Start talking, get comfortable, and I don't know. Oh, what, so you started I, spitting game. I, I had to fly hold the hands. Okay, so I you started spitting game. For, okay, no, no. See, Ricky that's I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to entertain myself. That's, that's, I understand. Time that. out. No, no, no. I respect his decision so, so much. Time out, though. Ricky, how old was she? Oh, older than me? He was like 28. The last one. I think he said one. You telling me you 28 years old. Well, I mean, everybody has a a phobia to get through. So yeah. I can't really judge them too much. But 28 years old, holding a stranger's hands, trying to get through the flight. Most of the time they do it because, they're, I mean, because they're scared. I mean, they're just they're scared of the takes off and stuff. But, like, say we'll do the takeoff and I'm holding her hand. Like, she'll just hold it for the rest of the flight. If it's a four-hour flight, I'm, like, just holding and just talking to her. Just looking. So, would you guys, like, fall asleep with each other and everything like that, too? I've never been on a flight that long with somebody. Most of my flights are, like... So, I've been traveling, like, crazy this year, and they've all been, like, long as maybe six hours. So, I, I, I don't know. I can't be on a plane for fucking three hours. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I feel so fucking bored. Because I can't, like like you, I can't sit there for so long and not yeah. be like, yo, can I just fucking get up and walk around? Can I do something? <laughs> I get bored as shit on a plane. I fucking hate flying for that reason, but I know this is the fastest way I'm going to get to my destination. Yeah. I started reading this year because I was flying so much. Reading? <laughs> reading. Dude, no like, matter... If someone's not there, like, yeah. I, I got to come up with something. Dude, I'll gladly read a book. No I'll matter how fucking bored I am, <laughs> you will never fucking catch me reading a book, Jesus dude. Brandon, when's the last time you read a book? Fucking what? Eighth grade? Eighth grade. What was the book you read? Nigga, like... Yeah, you Charlotte's remember. Web. Charlotte's Web. <laughs> Is that what you fucking read? No, you read it a lot. I'll tell you exactly what it was. Remember when we used to have summer reading? Oh, shit, yeah. The summer yeah, reading assignments. It was one of the summer reading books, bro. And I used to bullshit that so much. I would Google As always. everything about the fucking book. But I, there was one book that that got me. I forgot what it was. I don't think it was like some fire. Something fire. Either way. Oh, something fire? Yeah. 
But either way, is it four fifty one Fahrenheit? Yes. Fa- no, no Fahrenheit yeah. four fifty one. Yeah. 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 So I started reading that shit. Got kind of hooked a little bit because you know at that age I'm younger. I'm not really yeah. you know able to go out and do much and everything like that. But that might have been the last time I read a book because that my my patience for for stuff like that is not there. Yeah, it's it's definitely tough. I mean. I could do it, but I need to be interested in the book itself. Yeah, interested in the book itself. See, like, me, I could read, like, it sounds so cliche, but I could read, like, sports articles. Well, yeah, it's a fucking article. Yeah, dude. I could read articles, but I could... read it for, like, a minute or two. Bro, it's, not like, even, nah, it's, quick. it's not even... It's quick. It's not even about how quick it is. Yeah. I could read sports articles all day. Yeah, it's something you enjoy. It's yeah, it's something I enjoy. Like, if you're forcing me to read something that I know I'm not going to enjoy, dude, you're just oh, yeah, wasting... You never I'm just up. wasting my time. I'm not going to pick it up. I think that's why I failed reading. Oh, dude, they're just throwing just shit at us. I yeah, mean, it's just yeah, the got, most boring. I've got oh my god, the yeah. worst fucking thing. If you fail, then guess what? Now you're stuck in intensive reading, and you have to pass the FCAT again <laughs> in order to fucking get rid of the class. I don't. That should suck, dude. And I really thought to myself, like, yo, I'm really a fucking idiot for failing this class. But at the same time, I really did not give a fuck about reading about a cat on a. On a fucking yeah. hunt, like whatever the fuck the topic of the story was, like yeah. really, dude, I don't want to get past that. Yeah, I really don't, and it's it's unnecessary. The fuck, like literally, it's so unnecessary. The fact that they decided to throw that at us, and then held us accountable for not passing, knowing damn well that we don't even need this. Yeah, it sucks. It really fucking sucks. It's I. Yeah. I it definitely sucks now. Like I'm getting near the end. I'm gonna graduate now in in uh, what April. And nobody looks at any of that shit. Yeah, dude. Nobody None of cares. Nothing that nobody has. Like, it's all about what you've done. Is what really gets you places. None of your exams like doesn't matter. Which we will get into in a second. Uh, we do need to take a little break, and we'll be right back after these short breaks. Thank you. All right, and we're back. Okay, to take a piss break. Um, I do not have the same problem that I did last time. It was pretty quick. Now, Ricky, uh, we were getting into the fact that you graduated, you saw all these people, and they just kind of reflected life, reflected back on life, and they realized, like, none of these fucking exams matter. It's a matter about what you did in life. Yeah, it's really about what drives you, and, like, really try to find early on what makes you happy, because that shit is what's going to take you forward. Uh, I mean... Definitely school exams and stuff, it's tough. And it sucks that we got to get through it, and you're not going to use a lot of it. But um, definitely use that free time that you have. Because in high school, I don't think we... We had never understood how much free time we actually had. Until we became adults. <laughs> and so you finish, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, honestly, I kind of feel the same way. Like, when it comes to high school, we look back at it, and we're just trying to enjoy our lives, which, you know, we really can't have no regrets because we have all the memories that we do now. Yeah. But we really had a lot of fucking free time. Yeah, man. I just remember coming back from school, and the first thing I did was drop my book bag off in my room. PlayStation. Playing COD for six hours. Yeah, playing COD for six (laughs) fucking hours. Non-stop grinding. Fucking got off to eat, and then probably watched TV for a little bit, went to bed. Attempted to go to bed because sometimes you know it'll be those nights where you can't fucking sleep and yeah. you gotta get up yep. for some reason. 
at 5.30 in the Dude, fucking morning I to get ready. I never got used to it. My mom woke me up every single day of high school, bro. I could never get up. I, was I, so bad. I'm glad you had the pleasure of your mom waking you up. I did not Dude. have that liberty. Dude. If I missed my fucking alarm, that is on me. Yeah. I had to learn real fucking early, like, wake your ass up because you got to go. And the problem was, too, whenever I missed the bus. Here comes the belt. Bro, I, wouldn't, nah, <laughs> I wouldn't ass. say the belt, but definitely my, my parents were on top of me when it came to school. Even though I didn't do the best in high school, I'd probably do a lot better now. I yeah. just didn't. Retweet on that one. I just didn't care. I really did not care. Like, yo, I'm tired of sitting in fucking seven hours of classes, not learning anything. Yeah. And I have to wake up at 5.30 for what? Just to repeat the same shit Repeat over the same again. shit over and over again. A literal routine. And the only thing that got through it, or it got me through it, was my friends. Yeah. So I just wanted to chill with them the whole yeah. fucking time. The best time. part. Yeah, yeah, that was literally the best part I think that's the school. best thing about high school yeah. was just, like I was saying, was the memories you made. Yeah. Because, like I said, I it's not, that I didn't, it's not that I didn't give a fuck about the classes. Because there was some classes, like, for me, Avid. I, I don't know if you guys yeah, remember Avid. Yeah. Avid was dope. But I that was really only fu- because of the teacher. Yeah, I really yeah. fucked with Avid because my teacher, shout out Ms. Reyes. Hopefully she hears this one day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Hi, she, yeah she, <laughs> she made the class, like, enjoyable. Like, math and everything like that, reading or language arts or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then you have all these honors classes, AP and all that shit, you I know. fucking hated AP. Dude. And I had to take some fucking video that <laughs> Dude, it's like, bro. Not only was Abbott a fun class, but we also had a lot of our friends in that fucking class. That's a big fact. So it made it so much enjoyable. It so that, much more enjoyable. And the thing, I think we believe we had in like fourth period. Yeah. So we would go halfway through the day. Knowing that we got Avid coming up and we'd be excited. So when it comes to the rest of the class, like, all right, maybe we'll fucking pay attention because we just had, like, a nice break. Yeah. Right? But besides that, like, high school and middle school, such oh. a waste of fucking time. It is a waste of time. But I guess I was pretty lucky with my dad and stuff. I was able to, like, find my passion, like, super early. Like, literally, my first thought of loving cars is when I opened up the box of the PS2. I was playing Grand Turismo for the first time. Wow. And that was, like, from then on, my life changed. That's that's what I meant to ask you. Like, what, what really yeah. got you into cars? Was, was the, You could say that moment? Or? The, that moment, the intro, when I put up the game and the intro, the Super going by, I'm like, that's a dream car. Dude, that's, that's fucking goals. sick. That's my life now. That's sick. Like, that's literally when my life changed. That's dope as fuck. I think that... Probably the only question that I would have is, how did you know that this was your passion? It was just, like, all... Like, I enjoyed a bunch of things, you know, like, games and stuff. Like, I'm still, like, a heavy gamer. Like, I love video games. So, I was thinking, like, video game development. Because, you know, I love playing it when I make it. But then I learned how computers work, and I'm like, fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, just working with my dad, because my dad was also, like... uh, a car fanatic and he just had a bunch of jdm cars did he start at like the same age as you or was he a little yeah. bit older okay yeah yeah he started a bit before me uh but my dad was like like into that shit like deep he was like drag racing and a couple of street races so he was there. like the toretto of the family pretty much okay i mean he looks like toretto really <laughs> yeah i gotta beat him i gotta beat him <laughs> he does he really fucking does which is a crazy thing when i saw him i was like holy fuck and the thing is that was the first time I went to Ricky's house, and this man had the demon 
<laughs> Yo, just I saw sitting that. in the garage. I saw that demon. I yeah, man. man this locally too. Like my dad was into cars, and then my stepdad is into cars as well. That's dope as fuck. We got the dealership now, and then yo, I mean, like I know I love cars, but like I, I guess I just place around the right people at the right time. Hundred percent. Because yeah. everything just skyrocketed, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, not everybody has that privilege. Though, no, honestly, no, like, it, no, it's yeah. a beautiful thing. The That's a blessing that for sure. 100%. You were able to find your passion at such a young age, and that carries you in life to know exactly which route you want to go on. Because honestly, even now, I can't even say that I have a full-on passion. Because I love a lot of things, and the problem with me is I'm a jack of all trades. Yeah, I do too many fucking things. I'm a creative mind, so I want to do this and I want to do that, and I want to take on this and I want to take on that. And sometimes I don't see myself finishing, which I can acknowledge is a problem. Yeah. Right? And with you, you were able to find that and be like, nah, dude, I'm sticking to this. And this is exactly what I want. Yeah, I want that to be, like, my end goal, like, the finale. Just, that's dope. That's dope. That's got, like, everything to me, man. Like, And I definitely love, like, I guess I can tell my creative as well, because I love music and art and all the other shit, yeah. too. But I just, like, put it down for now. Do cars, do this shit later because it's gonna come. Yeah, eventually yeah, no. that stuff's gonna come up. That's probably my main issue now. Is like I want it now. I want to do it now. Dude, that was that was the hard part, as I learned in in college. Now, like I was always in that rush to find like mm-hmm. the shit I could do now. Then I realized like I gotta take time, put time into myself, get the skills I need to get. Correct. To like really like get myself out there, get the job I want, yeah. have the money to do the shit that I want. Correct. That should hit hard because you always want like yeah. the dream car like yeah. right now. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. But you can't afford it. You got to find a way to make the money for it. Spe- so. Speaking of a dream car, I guess this is a great question for both of you guys. If you guys had a dream car that you could both get right now, E thirty, E thirty BMW. Okay, what about you, Ricky? Dude, it, it's it's still that Supra, like a classic. Um, yeah, like a ninety, like a ninety eight Supra. Like I'm, that car changed my life, bro. Like it's to the point, like. I tell myself when I get that car, I've officially made it in life. Really? So when I get that car, I'm done. So I'm kind of like holding off. I think that's like, that's pretty dope because a lot of people could be like, you know, with you, how you said the super kind of like changed your life. or kind of, I wouldn't say changed your life, but started your love yeah. for cars. A lot of people won't look at as a classic super as like a as a you know a dream car yeah some people just see it as a regular car and Correct. like and like a dream car as well but like not i guess not the level i'm seeing it yeah as. yeah yeah no for you it has a bigger meaning man everybody me, has a different perception yeah because yeah, yeah. Yeah. me i i my love for cars grew like as i i think i would say at like 17 like 16 17 my love for cars grew but it hasn't grown it didn't grow as much as it did now like yeah starting with the 86 and then I used to have my first car was a Volvo S60. Yo, I was also a Volvo. Yeah, Volvo S60. I had a 960. That shit broke down at school, bro. I moved the motor. I remember, I remember <laughs> fucking 960. I moved the motor yeah. at school. I had a Volvo S60 as my first car. And then, you know, at that time I wasn't working or making nearly the money that I was making now. Yeah. And I had to be let go. I just remember this man just fucking driving recklessly. Who, me? Yes, you. Oh, yeah, because that, that was, like, my first, like, introduction to, like, cars. Like, my own car. And the so, problem is, that car is quick. Dude, it's not like it's not quick. It's yeah. fucking quick. The car moves. So and you car give it in the hands of an yeah. 18-year-old. Like, yeah. it doesn't fucking help. Yeah, the car was moving. So, I did, I remember in the Lake Nona, like, part, like, in the front, in front of the administration building, I did, like, a mini burnout. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the greatest fucking feeling ever, but... Back to what I was saying, I feel like Cringe. my love for cars grew 
as I got older, but like my like my dream car now, like with me having a Mustang, it it's one is always gonna be a Lamborghini Huracan Performante. Yeah, That's yeah, always gonna be bro. my main Love dream it. car. But if I could get like like a, a GT three fifty or a GT five hundred, bro. Dude, you know, everybody has the jokes about the Mustangs and everything like that, you know, crowd killer, all that stuff, but, <laughs> dude, when people get like, blowing their engines, yeah, super blowing their engines, but when you really get behind the wheel of these vehicles and just, like, experience what that shit does, yeah. dude, it's, like, mind-blowing I to me. I don't think people understand, like, the car standard nowadays is so high, and if you've driven, like, a Lamborghini or a Porsche, it's literally unreal. It doesn't compare to, like, the normal Corolla uh, yeah. Prius on the road. Yeah, 100%, no. And, and I don't think people understand either. Like, I wish I could get more people into racing. But the problem is, racing's way too expensive. And it will never be cheap. Shit will always break on a race. It yeah. could be just a simple lap and something will go wrong. Dude, it's so nuts. But the feeling of taking a quarter at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. You're like... Holding the adrenaline is life. crazy. The adrenaline, like nothing compares. Nothing compares. That that's definitely why I'm like so into racing as well. Just I've done so much like crazy shit, but nothing compares to like going like to the limit with the race car. That's what's up, dude. You're about to make me dead ass drive with you on Monday. <laughs> I'm making this I'm guy drive go. with me on Monday. We're gonna go racing in a parking lot. <laughs> in a mean ass parking lot. That's dope. That's dope. Cone setup and everything. But I'm gonna get you to win. I'm gonna teach you how to drive right. Bro, I know so how to your drive, skills right? is trash, man. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like, you can say you're a good driver, but you are really not a good driver until you actually know how to drive in yeah. a race. In a race, yeah, with speeds. With actual speeds and high 10 corners, apexes that you have to get around. Just the conditions that you're in that you have to get yeah. used to. You really to. don't understand because you could just take a hard turn and everybody in the car will shift. Now, imagine taking that hard turn at 90 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour. F1 driver is taking it at, what, 120, 150? 180, man. 180. Some corners are flat out. It's 5Gs. Literally. Dude, that's fucking insane. Five times your body weight in the corner. You're holding it for, what, three, four seconds? God. And that's the thing, though, too. This is what something or people just don't understand. Like, you get on the Hulk and you feel the G-forces when you launch out of it, right? Imagine that times 10. Imagine that times 10, and not only just once, but multiple times back to back to Dude. back in intervals of five seconds. Yeah, so so I'm also a race engineer for Honda team, and we our races are two hours. So imagine something like that, like off the Hulk for two hours. Dude, it's fucking insane. Dude, that's fucking crazy. I would probably love it just because I have a sense of adrenaline. Yeah. They, you know, I'm a, kind of an adrenaline junkie, but at the same time, like I would know for a fact I'd probably get scared at some point. Like, oh, you dude. have to be crazy to love it. It's such, but it also, like, driving, other than the adrenaline rush, like, it pushes you to just be, like, a perfectionist. Because every lap, if you want to be competitive with the other guys, every lap's got to be perfect. So, like, Crisp, your focus, like, mentally, you got to be so sharp. And that feeling of, like, finishing a race is definitely, yeah. you can't compare it to something else. Wow. It's like you said with the uh, rally. Yeah, the rally cars. Yo, rally drivers are the craziest drivers on the planet. Dude, wow. you're whipping it at like 120 in this fucking in the middle mountain. of the forest and off the, off the cliff of a mountain. 
like nonstop, like and nothing. all you have is your homie. Yeah, your homie yeah, in, the your homie in the passenger seat, passenger seat, telling you instructions. Where to go, dude? It, it's happened where some guys be like, say it's like a left turn, and be like, right. Some guys are driven off. Like, the risk is so nuts. What was the code? It was like four hundred. Uh, oh, the way they say it. Yeah. What was what? the way they say it? Oh, it's like a like a left four and then a four hundred straight. So the way they got rally racing is like every corner is from one to six. What, one being real tight and then six being real, real soft. And so they're saying this like, <laughs> dude, you're racing for like thirty minutes nonstop. You're just listening to your homie talking and you're here driving while your guys talking and you got to be focused, braking, driving and all that shit. Wow. It's wild. It's like a getaway chase. Yeah. It's no, literally getaway chase. chase. You're in a getaway chase flying down and at any moment your fucking front ends could just lift off the ground your back end lift off the ground you come crashing down and you're still whipping it at 120 miles an hour it is fucking insane no, nothing compares man nothing compares know. nothing compares to racing i wish we, wish more people can get into it but just the cost of entry is just way too ridiculous oh yeah but at the same time you have to realize not a lot of people give a fuck about cars yeah, that's another thing too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird thing because us as car enthusiasts, we could look at a car and be like, "Dude, this is perfection." The way it drives, the way it handles everything, the tires hitting the ground, all four corners. Like, you could break it down to a science. Yeah. But if you say that to just a common folk, and they're just like, "All right, man, tell me how it drives on a normal test drive." Yeah. I think what it is is just like, wow, our appreciative. Great like how appreciative we are for yeah of the engineering of just the engineering behind it and just like you said you could go on a test drive and like you could feel yeah just it's more than just a test drive it's a connection connection and people don't realize like just like for example ken was saying like just a regular everyday folk when it comes to uh when it comes to the whole driving experience and everything like that it's a big thing yeah so you it's, know, really, it's, it's really fucking weird when you break it down because you can the the main two things that people know in life, or at least with cars, is their tire pressure and <laughs> the fact that they know they have to get an oil change. Yeah, they said little Christmas lights come on. Yeah, yeah. Or that's window, it. W- window washer fluid. <laughs> that's the main two things, and then obviously when they see a check engine problem, they're like, okay, well I need to take it to the dealership or a mechanic to figure out what's wrong with it. They don't go into it, and they're like, okay, what can be wrong? What can be fixed? Is yeah. it an easy fix, or is it something that really has to get, you know, deep into and figured out? Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Right. It's the funniest thing. With, and they'll admit it, too. They'll admit it probably like, yeah. oh, I don't know shit about cars. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of, yeah. And there's a lot of fucking people. Same thing with my sister. You know, I love her, but I always tell her, you know, at least try to take care of your car. Yeah. That's the main thing that's going to take you from so point A to point B. B. Yeah. You know, try to take care of it. She doesn't wash it. You know, the inside is kind of a mess sometimes. And it's like, show a little more love to your car, you know? Because <laughs> honestly, a car, like enough people see, a car shows who you are. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can get someone's first impression of looking at their car sometimes. And, it, you know, at least for me, my car is kind of like a safe space. That's a fact, dude. Yeah. It's a safe space dude. for me because I could be driving on a highway and guess what? It's just me. Yeah. It's just me and my music or I'm listening to a podcast, barely yeah. speaking, you know? Barely speaking podcast is what I'm listening to. to. Shout out to the creators of that one. Right? 
then you know I could listen to some other podcasts out there, or I could listen to an audio book, maybe on a phone call with somebody. It's a safe space for me. I feel comfortable in it. Yeah. But with that being said, I want to make sure everything's nice and tidy. So not only is my car clean on the outside, but I can clean it on the inside too. Yeah, you, you know? don't have to worry about it. But like, I totally understand other people that don't like, I guess say see it the way that we see it because you know. It's time consuming to really get into cars. <laughs> yeah, I'll never judge somebody for saying, oh, I don't know yeah. shit about cars. I'll never judge you. Yeah, I'm always willing to teach somebody. And that's definitely of course. one of my favorite parts of like my job is like going out when you're doing demos and stuff for people. Just or, the like, teaching experience fans, in general. The teaching yeah. experience. I love like getting kids in the car and telling them how these pedals work and all that. Or the yeah, parents. That's will, dope. Ask them it's stuff. like a role model kind of feel. Dude, it's, with... it is like the greatest feeling when you're like sitting in pit lane and there's people walking and they're asking about the car and like I'm able to answer questions and like yeah, dude, give them more than what they want. That's dope. Dude, it's like sharing the knowledge. I, I definitely love that for sure. Yeah, and knowledge is wealth. Yeah. Knowledge yeah. is wealth. And I say that proudly and I'll always say that because we know a lot of things but the only problem is people don't want to learn. Yeah. People really just don't want to learn. And they ask all these questions, but it's just a matter of, okay, let's say if you did learn this, are you going to apply that knowledge? That's that's the one thing I don't see a lot of people do. Like, I'll share a lot of information. Like, a lot of secrets, like trade secrets, I'm not supposed to share. Yeah. And they just don't, like, use it. To their advantage. To the fullest, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm giving you the tools to, like, Yeah, the you keys know. right there, literally. Yeah. Wow. Like, you know, people made that joke where it's like, would you take, what, a million or five million dollars? Or would you have dinner with Jay-Z? A, a lot of people said the money. <laughs> but the thing is, a lot of people that say the money, you know, they usually don't know what to do with you the money. You don't know what to do with the money, no? Yeah. And that's probably the number one thing that's failed us in life so far. It's a constant cycle. Not for you. Gotta you learn early to network with the right people, man. Yeah, it goes such. And I a feel long like way. I, as as I got older, the saying like the saying that it's not always about what you know; it's who you know. You know yeah. That applies to you so fucking big because you know it's so heavy because you know college isn't really teaching you this stuff nope. for everything because co- like I said, college isn't for everybody. College is but a business. Edu- education itself isn't for everybody, and college I think to me, college is a business, and I think, uh, quite 100%. frankly, it's a scam. Yeah, but you know, everybody has different opinions with stuff like that. They didn't even agree after going through all this hell. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm in school as well, and I'm just looking at everything like, bro, do Correct. I really have to retake these classes, or do I really have to do this and that? I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, but like I said, I feel like you do need college for certain, like depending what you're trying to get into, but like. For example, you being a car enthusiast or like, excuse me, me like being on the, I guess you could say the entrepreneurial yeah. type of side of it, you know, most of these people that we're looking up to, and I, I say celebrities with like an asterisk because, yeah. you know, there's some good celebrities and there's also <laughs> some bad celebrities, yeah. but like, you know, there's some celebrities out there that, you know, the majority of them either went to college and dropped out or, you know, never went at all. So I think to me, like, you know, I truly live by that saying, it's not always about what you know, it's who you know. So I feel like, you know, I think that's the main problem in education these days. As well as with a little bit of luck. Yeah. Yeah, You always need a little luck in life. Luck, go, like, I, I've definitely been super lucky. And I've been surrounded by, like, crazy people I never thought I'd be around. That's (laughs) It's crazy when you look back, but then, like, you see the things you're doing and uh, I'm trying to find a better way to explain this but like you know you're doing something right 
when you're when you're standing, I guess. I guess in my case with cars, mm-hmm. I know I'm doing something right when I'm standing in the paddocks, you know, with Hondas and Porsches yeah, and like yeah. a bunch of other things. I'm like, oh shit, you're where you want to be. You're yeah. in your element, hundred percent. But it's a it's a lot of people say when you're really in those moments that you don't take the moment in, you know, like you're so busy working on these goals and you feel like once you've reached them, all right, cool. I'm not exactly there yet. Now I got to keep working. Yeah, that, so that's you're so caught yeah. up. You're so caught up on what's going on that you just can't sit back for a second, just reflect and be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, but it's, it's I'm been really like, fucking here. I'll be there for like a second, but yeah, it's like back to work, bro. I always gotta like keep pushing and pushing. I want to like develop as much, develop myself as much as I can. That's like, bro, me. let's give you your flowers for a sec, dog. You fucking got a job with Tesla, and you've been in the Honda Racing Performance Team. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Dude, and, and you're see, fucking 24 years old. And I see, I don't know, so like, we get, get people to understand, like, I see all of it as a stepping stone. Like, it's not final or anything. Like, this is just to go to the next one. You're starting. You haven't yeah. even reached your peak. Yeah, not you're even close. You're just starting. You it is, got, and it's turning into a thing where it's like, your job isn't even your job. It's something you love. You're having fun with it. And I, that's why I feel like yeah. there's a main thing is when you, when work becomes fun and you're making money off yeah. of it, that's where you've you've made it. Yeah. And you've not you're not even at your main goal is what you're saying. Yeah, not even. So that's, that's just... pretty cuz for some people what you've achieved right now is probably their main goal or you know, yeah. you know they they're leveled off with what you're at right yeah. now, but I think that's pretty dope how you have like a bigger aspiration for things. So Or even like... Yeah, you just got to keep going. I feel like that's kind of what like cuz I with other interns and stuff, I feel like that's what kind of throws me ahead cuz a lot of people see like Tesla as like the dream. But I just see it as a stepping stone. So I, my mentality is just so different going in. Hey, it just gives me, like, such an edge. Because some people get comfortable. Yeah. Uh, you make it and you get comfortable. Comfort, but... comfort is probably the biggest fucking problem that we have today. Yeah, no. Society in general is just comfort. Just... Yeah. You really have to step away from your comfort zone in order to reach a new level of yourself. And you got to think about, you know, the things that you've achieved so far in your life. A lot of people, they won't get to that. Yeah. They'll never see that. Or maybe they will, and like Brandon said, that's their end game. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're like, nah, this is my stepping stone. Like, it's, fuck off me, bro. Yeah, I got like, plenty of other shit. I got a great quote from, like, Toyota. is like, you must always be dissatisfied to, like, truly reach success. So yeah, that's, bro. Dude, you, that's you can never get comfortable, dude. Yeah. And you got to realize, too, a lot of people that are our age, they, you know, they don't really care sometimes. You know, they're yeah. just trying to live life and try to be okay. And like our generation specifically, yeah, like I'm okay now. Sure, I'm doing this somewhat all right. Yeah. Definitely not satisfied though. Not, 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 not even close to being fucking satisfied. I have way too many fucking goals. Yeah, way too many, and I have to get to them at some point. And it kind of sucks because you know I look at other people. Some that I know and some that I've seen in the past and I'll catch a glimpse of their life and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, it's just tough. Like, where are you going to go? Well, like, one thing though, like, I'm always, because I'm always like pushing myself, right? I feel like I kind of put myself in a trap where it's like, I'm never satisfied, which kind of can be a problem. So I'm trying to like, hopefully down the line, figure out like what success means to me. Correct. And that's, oh, that's yeah. kind of been hard. But like, what, what, what's success to you guys? Dude, to me, I feel like, like, I kind of want to branch off of the Toyota quote you said. Yeah. 
with me, I realized the other, I was reading something online, and this is what really kind of opened success to me. They said, why do you never see a Lamborghini commercial? Yeah. They say because the audience that they're attracting they're isn't sitting, sitting, isn't sitting down watching TV. Yeah. And to me, at first, I didn't understand it, but then it fucking clicked yeah. in my head so quickly. Like, yo, I've never seen a Lambo commercial. Yep. So I think, like, with how it relates into success, it's just, you know, obviously I feel like your happiness is really key to whatever you do because it's one of the biggest things for it's sure. the biggest thing for sure is happiness but obviously money plays a factor and everything like that but i feel like when i truly feel like i've made it success wise is when you know i no longer have to clock in yeah and i think Maybe, and yeah. to me it's a lot of to me it's a lot of cliche it's a little cliche because everybody could kind of feel the same way but to me nobody wants to work yeah, yeah. and once i, mean, I don't want to fucking work exactly right now i got to yeah, yeah once my job becomes like more fun. Don't get me wrong. I love my job that I have right now because it's in the field that I'm kind of trying to branch Can't into. Say, yeah. But once I no longer have to clock in and nobody could tell me when I have to go on vacation or how many hours I'm allowed yeah. to work this week or anything like that, just stuff like that. Once I'm able to be in control for my own self, regardless of money, regardless of money, I think that's how I know success-wise my life successful in my way because it could be different for others uh, yeah but i feel like for me personally that's when i know i've made it yeah i mean it's good you have that idea because that already throws you ahead of a bunch of people man. Yeah. a lot of people seem like their success is you know let's find a house i got a degree yeah. i got a wife kid Kids. maybe a dog yeah retire and, at like 60 yeah retire at 65 and collect a, a pension as well as a 401k social security and shit yeah you know a lot of people seem like that's the American dream it's like nah that's not the fucking American dream life has so much more to offer man than just a routine yeah as I look at it it kind of sucks though too cause for the older generation such as our parents you know unfortunately they've went through these paths and they're stuck in their ways of like you know I can't really do much more for my life yeah that's a fact I'm stuck where I am and I'm trying to get you know get past in life yeah, that's why you learn from it. Yeah. yeah, you learn from it, but at the same time, a lot of people don't. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I wouldn't say a quote, but I did see a picture of a pair of twins, right? And the story goes, both of these twins grew up with a drunk, alcoholic father that was also abusive. And both of these twins saw that, and they applied it to their life. One applied it to their life in a negative way where they learned these behaviors from their dad. Yeah. The other end was the other twin applied it to his life in a better way where he saw this behavior and thought, no, this isn't right. I can't do that. I need to treat life better and I know there's more to come. Yep. Right? And that's the path that a lot of people should take, but they don't. Yeah, it's It's hard to see it, especially in circumstances like that. But uh, I guess it's just like your character that really comes out. Yeah. And really, it really puts you ahead. It's so weird because a lot of people, they hide in this mask. And they're just like, you know, this is who I am. Yeah, you got to be real to everybody, man. And that's the problem with social media as well. That's why I take long breaks. I'm like, dude, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not about that. What you see is what you get. And like, sure, I won't post as much. And maybe I'll seem a little mysterious. But it's like, if I want to share something, it's because I want to. 
Yeah, but when you're being real with people, you connect with people that really connect with you. Yeah, it's so yeah. easy for me to connect with people because I'm real, I'm genuine. Yeah. I come off to you and I don't say, hey, you know, this and that, I do this, when in reality I don't. And that's how you meet the right people. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's so rare, though, because society has kind of, like, taught us that fake is the way to be now. Yeah, especially with celebrities with nowadays. celebrities, how they live, like, a fake... It's so bad. Fake it like, till you make it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> kind, kind of like to... Fake it till you make it. To branch off of what I said earlier with, you know, certain celebrities that you look up to, you know, they... It kind of... It paints a picture yeah. in your head that life is a certain way, everything like that. So people are living this fake lifestyle or anything like that. But... You know, it's really just I, going going the real way and just coming to somebody truthfully, I feel is just, it, it'll open up so many more doors for you. Way more doors. Because, like, for me, with the, with this job I just started with, with the Magic, to me, like, I just met the coach, the, other day, the head coach of the fucking team. And, huge. And it's like, dude, to me, that's the biggest fucking connection yeah. right there is, you know, I, w- I it was just based off of just me introducing myself. You know, me, I'm somebody new. And technically, you could say he's kind of new because he just got hired. This yeah. is his first season as the coach. And I go up, I introduce myself, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? Everything like that. And just that little connection, that little conversation right there, you know. Let's, let's interrupt this real quick because my guy over here sent me a picture of the email that he got from Mr. Moses himself. <laughs> <laughs> and the email presented as, hello, Brendan. If I ever need a power forward, I will let you know. That's <laughs> fucking sick. Dude, and, and to I told Brandon he's going to get fucking slaughtered. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. Cause Demolished. Me, me as like, what, a 5'11", power forward, 23 like male power as forward. a power forward going against these 6'7", six, 6'8", six, motherfuckers? Bodied. I'm bodied. John Collins is gonna fucking John Collins gonna put his he's gonna, <laughs> John Collins That's is gonna just dunk all over me. Joel Embiid's gonna laugh at you and be like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" Yeah, like, yeah. But to me, like I said, that connection right there that I made was so huge for me. Like, I talked to the CEO, yeah, and you know, networking it's it's, it's just networking. That's what everybody told me when I first started the job. They were like, "Yo, just connect, meet people," because I my goal is eventually to make it over excuse me again, is to make it over to the basketball side of it. But, you know, I'm already in the right steps just by talking. Yeah, you're there. You know, I'm in and it's just right there. So, you know. And, like, I'm there as well, even though I'm on a lower end than he is. But, you know, I'm getting to that point and I've met met a lot of people already, you know. Motherfucker, didn't you meet Jack Black's little brother the other day? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You got to get into that one. The way it kind of went down is like, I was just literally just minding my business. And I saw this person, and he looked oddly familiar, but I didn't think anything of it, you know? Yeah. So then this drunk couple, couple comes up to me and is like, hey, uh, you know who Jack Black is? <laughs> like, that eyes whispering. And I was like, yeah, I know who it is. So I was like, all right, cool. Uh, what, a, what about him? And he's like, you know who he is, right? I was like, I just, I just said yes. I'm like, I know who he is. He's like, all right. So the guy behind us is uh, his little brother. And he's like, I'm totally freaking out. And I looked at him, and I was like, looking like regular dude, right? Looking like a regular <laughs> fucking dude, as anybody would want to. You yeah. know, they're just trying to watch the show that's going on yeah. and mind their business and be with their family. And these fuckers are cre- like literally panicking out, having a moment, and they're like, oh my god, it's him, dude. And then I looked at him, and I looked at the couple, and I was like, 
I know it's him, but what do you want me to do? He's like, I know you guys just gotta, you know, act professional and this and that, so I know you don't want to freak out. I was like, in my head, I was like, dude, I really don't give a fuck that easier. <laughs> I really don't. I was like, I could talk to him, be nice to him, have a conversation, you know, and personally say that I've talked to him, but it doesn't matter. He's trying to live his life. I'm not going to bother yeah. him. So I was like, keep it moving. And then what ended up happening was, I think one night that I was there, um, I met this guy. He was with a, his girlfriend, right? And I ended up, you know, commenting on his hoodie. Like I told you. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, I like your hoodie. He's like, oh, thanks, man. I got it at the show. It was a Bad Bunny hoodie that he got in Puerto Rico from that concert. The week after, he's over here at the Raul Alejandro concert. <laughs> I was like, Dude, living. I'm living. He's living life. And, you know, we had a conversation, a small conversation, uh, talking about concerts and this and that. And I was like, hey, man, you know, if you ever need me, I'm right here. I'm right behind you. So no worries. Time goes on. Start talking a little bit more. After the fact, uh, the concert ends. Right? Comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, let me get your number. I was like, I usually don't get asked for my number. Yeah. So I was kind of like, all right, sure. I'm like, why not? I'll give you my number. You seem like a trustworthy guy. <laughs> so I gave him my number. And he's like, listen, um, if you ever need to connect, let me know. Like, if you ever need a job at JetBlue, let me know. I hope you out. Yeah. If you ever want to fly for free, let me know. I'll help you out. The fuck? If you ever want to fly out together and go on a trip, you let me know. Yo, I got you. This guy's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Super chill guy. His name is Joel. So Joel, if you ever hear this, by the way, uh, it was a pleasure meeting you, man. And I will like to hang out with you soon enough. That's right. So, not only did I meet him, I told Brandon I met the owner of a bar called the M Lounge. Hey, it's yeah. in downtown. I was talking to his wife. I didn't even know it was his wife at the time. But I was talking to his wife, casual conversation. He's like, yeah, my husband went out to go get cookies, but there was none in the suite. So we had somebody come in and try to help us out. Went to every suite, and none of the suites had cookies. So he got brought downstairs to get a fresh batch. Lucky as fuck, right? <laughs> he comes back and I see this guy walking in. I was like, "That's your husband?" Didn't even match up. She is a Brazilian lady, right? Probably shorter than you. And then he is taller than me, a uh, white, bald, and <laughs> with a little bit of a stomach, right? And then he comes out of nowhere. He's like, "How you doing, mate?" What the fuck just shout, happened? Shout out Steve Irwin on that. Right? Coming straight out of Australia. And then I started talking to him a little bit. And then he asked me, he's like, oh, before I leave, um, what are you going to do after you get off of work? I was like, I don't know, probably just go fucking home. It's been a long day. I've been here for like, what, 10 hours? Because he's trying to sleep and shit. Right? And he's like, hey, man, if you want, uh, come out. I was like, where am I going to? He's like, you ever heard of a bar called the M Lounge? I was like, it's not ringing exactly a bell. Yeah, actually, I've never heard of that myself. Yeah, I know. And um, he's like, you know, do you know where this place is? I was like, uh, actually, I do. He's like, so right across from it, if you go into that building, it's actually on the roof. 
It's a rooftop bar lounge. Hey. Yeah. He's like, if you want to come out tonight, just let me know. I'll be over there. I was like, free drinks? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you better fucking be there. I'm not going to pull up if you're not there. He's like, we'll see you, man. I'm usually not there. And I was like, right, you're the fucking owner. I'm sorry, you got somebody else taking care of it. He's like, yeah, but you know. Those are the best I think about it, man. And another crazy thing is uh, my team lead, right? I'll say her name is Jane. Why not? So Jane has apparently done a lot of things in life, right? Didn't even know about that. I, I could tell she's a little, you know, off. She's an older lady, but I'm sure she's went through a lot in her life, and yeah. she has. Uh, so she asked me, she's like, hey, can, can you take a photo for me? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And then she's like, make sure it's at a good angle, this and that. I was like, yo, Jane, who are you trying to impress? <laughs> she's like in her 60s, probably her 50s. And I was like, yo, yeah, who are you, you trying know, to impress you right know, now? Man. You don't know what she's doing in the That's background. That's what I said. That's what I asked her. I was like, yo, who are you trying to impress? She's like, nah, I'm just here to, to show a photo for my friend so he can see where I'm at and what I'm wearing in case she doesn't see me up front. I was like, Mm, I, don't, I don't know about this one. Like, sound a, a little sus on that. Yeah, sounds a little sus. It's like, yo, who's your impression? It's like, no, for real. I'm trying to show my friend. I'm gonna have him come up here later so you can so you can meet him. And I was like, what's so special about this guy? And he's like, well, I'll tell you that in a little bit once he comes up here. I was like, all right, sure, why not? And then she she liked the photo. He's like, oh wow, like you must be a photographer. I was okay. like, well, I low key dabbled in it, you know. You're I definitely did. a photographer. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I definitely have taken a lot of photos in my life. She's like, oh okay. It's like, hmm. I was like, all right. Um, enough about me. What have you done? She's like, well, I've done a lot. I was like, I bet you have. But if you would like to tell me, let's say three things. And she's like, I'm the OG staff member of Good Morning America. What the fuck? She old. <laughs> Dog, that 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 alone, I was like, "What else can you tell You're me?" You're on a pedestal. Right there, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What else can you really tell me that's gonna top that?" Yeah. And then she's like, "I've actually helped produce uh, several episodes for Animal Planet." I was like, "Sold, I'm sold." <laughs> and then something that's up your alley, she's like, "I've actually worked for Porsche for six years." Damn. And she's driven everything Damn. for free. Hell yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And I tried to tell her what, uh, I was like, yo, my, I would say, I would say my dream car, because I obviously said my dream car, but top three would be RWV. Oh, yeah. And then she was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I was like, oh, you don't know. I was like, you definitely don't know. The nice world. And I had to, I had to Google it for her, and she saw it, she was like, eh, it's kind of ugly. I was like, oh, my heart. I was like, yo, you know what? She doesn't know. The culture behind it. I was like, yeah. It. I tried to explain it to her, and she's like, I mean, it seems cool, but nah. I just jump her in that moment. Like, <laughs> fuck is you talking about? Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, yo, what the fuck? All right, bitch, whatever. But we kept them moving, and then next thing you know, she's like, listen, I'm also trying to bring my other friend, who's a guitarist for Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I don't know if you ever heard about it. I never heard about it until <laughs> last weekend. Performed at the Amway the other day. So. Yeah, so apparently it's like a rock band, and they only come out for Christmas time. Is it sold out crowd? Yeah. What the fuck? I've never heard these guys before. Yeah. <laughs> not like a YouTube Bro, or some shit? 10,000 people showed up. 
damn. God, like damn. that's that's how crazy it is. Ten thousand people showed up to see them live, and she's like, "Yeah, I know the guitarist that's on the stage performing right now." And she's like, "I think he's playing right now. If you want to go take a look, when I go take a look, she was like, look for the blonde guy that has a white guitar.' And when I go out and I go to look, <laughs> first thing, you see, first thing I see is a white guy, a white guitar, and blonde hair. I was like, "Oh my fucking god! All right." And then she goes along. She's like, the other guy that I'm trying to get you guys to meet is a uh, light producer. And he works closely with ACDC and Aerosmith. Dude. That's fucking sick. So later along, you know, as time passes by, there's a stranger that walks past me. And he's like, hey, excuse me, do you know where Jane is? And I look at him and I look up and down, just kind of scoping him out. I was like, you're the fucking guy, aren't you? I was like, you're selling so He's like, yes. Uh, do you want to call Jane or can I look for her? Where'd she go? I was like, we'll call her over here, man. No worries. And then I probably got to introduce myself to him and talk to him a little bit. It's it's weird the connections you can make at certain places. Yeah, at man. The right place, right, place, right, right time. time. Yeah. You just got to be ready. And I was definitely not fucking ready for that one. <laughs> Gotta be ready at all times. She, I want to be like her when I'm old. Bro, she Tell people my mind. the sick ass stories. Just chilling. I'm sure we all will. We have a lot of stories now, but can you imagine at the age of 60? Dude, I can't, I can't imagine like five years from now it's going to be nuts already. Dude, what the fuck? The amount of stories that we're going to have for the people. It's insane to me. Yeah, and I'm only going to want to share them. Definitely like, like I said earlier, like about retiring, like. Even if I get to that point where I'm, like, super comfortable, I don't think I'll ever, like, stop. Like, I'm already thinking about a retirement job. Like, I already know I want to be a snowboard instructor. When I'm the, when, <laughs> when I can barely move, I'm, I'm going to be a snowboard instructor. That's the Out of all things, a fucking snowboard instructor. That's the retirement job, bro. Why a snowboard instructor? Dude, because I fucking love... I love the, I, I love the thought of being able to, like, live in the mountain and just, like, as a day job to teach people how to snowboard, go back home. Chill. Eating some hot chocolate. Yeah, man. Eating some hot chocolate. You're drinking hot chocolate. Eating s'mores. You guys want to have retirement jobs? <laughs> Is it too far ahead? Yeah, yeah, I say me, so. Yeah, let me, let me get to where I need to get to. Right <laughs> I'll come back to you on that one. Um, a guy. That's actually Jane's retirement job is being there. <laughs> and then I also met another guy. He works for security for some reason. I think he's head of the security. And he was just chilling with me the whole time. And I asked him, I was like, hey, how long have you been here? He's like, I've been here for 12 years or 11, whenever this place open. <laughs> I was like, dude, and I guess you must love it. And he was like, yeah, I definitely do. And I was like, what did you do beforehand? He's like, oh, I was in real estate for 25 years. Goddamn fucking balling. Like, oh, my fucking God. I was like, dude, are you serious Balling. Right yeah. I was like, what the hell are you doing here? He's like, retired. Semi-retired, I guess. Yeah, right. I don't, just wasting time. I don't think when I'm that old, I'm ever going to, like, really sit down and, like, fucking watch Netflix all day or <laughs> watch old know, movies. Man. Like, I I don't see myself doing it. <sighs> Lord, I don't even know what to tell you, brother. I can only imagine myself being up there. But <laughs> we'll get back to this after this short break. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to welcome you guys back to episode two of... The Barely Speaking Podcast. So once today is a bit of a lengthy one, but, you know, I feel like it's going to be pretty worth it. You know, some good content. 
some good content. Shut the fuck up, Ray. All righty. Okay. I don't know if this is the energy you're coming on, but all right, cool. cool. I had to slap around a security guard real quick because they think they could, you know, try to put a boot on my car or tell me. My car's way too low. That's what I was saying. Like, how is he going to get into it? They can't do that. They can't do shit. <laughs> they can't do shit. <laughs> I wanted to even try. And if they do try. Bags, you can't. Yeah. dragged all the way down. You ain't getting into it. If they do try, and let's say they do succeed, something's going to get fucked. And guess what? I'm throwing out a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying a brand new car. Facts. With that money. STI right there. Hey. I don't know, man. Dude, were you reporting the news that bad in the first place? I mean, it, it was kind of bad, but it's like, if you're parking there, it's because you know them. Yeah, exactly. I'm not really blocking anybody. Uh, to me, because before, going out. what it is, is we used to have uh, older security. Like a different security company, and they used to be so cool with people. Just like, okay, you park your car in front of the resident that you're visiting, and you can Makes leave your sense. car. There. You can leave your car there as long as you just had two tires on the sidewalk, and the other two obviously on the road. That's fine. You did your best to at least move your car out. But then the new security came. They're like, go fuck yourself, go fuck yourself everybody. So I was we like, don't okay. know you. You don't know us. Yeah, but you can't be here. Yeah. To me, the process is just so annoying. But that's like the one thing I hate about this community. It's like HOA. Yeah, it's HOA. That's all. That's what it is. It's HOA. all HOA. You have a HOA here? Yeah. Wow. The number one thing I want to get away from. Yeah. HOA is HOA. fucking I don't annoying. understand HOA, to be honest. Like The whole thought, I mean, there is perks of, like, keeping the community safe in a way. But it's, like, the other things that they do. I guess bugging people about what they put on their lawn or, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's my private space. If I want to put shit up on my lawn, what the fuck is the problem? They complained to us one time because we had the no, yeah we had a trash bin out on the side of the house. We used to have it on the side of the house, right? So it doesn't stink up the garage. Um, but with that being said, I live near a forest, so I used to have (laughs) (laughs) I used to have raccoons like a lizard, grizzly bears and shit. Yeah, I, I used to have raccoons come out in the middle of the night. And uh, you know, open it up, right? Open up the whole fucking trash bin and dumpster dive now. Yo, that's why I strap my shit. You don't strap your trash bins? <sighs> what we ended up doing was putting like <laughs> cement blocks. God damn, they just got some bungee cords. You don't gotta go that far. Ricky, I am telling you, these raccoons. Yo, they're not that smart. <laughs> you'd be surprised, bro. These raccoons the animals are, are OD smart. They're Mexican. These raccoons are Mexican. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> and it got to the, it got so bad, like it really got to the point where my dad was so fed up. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna just put fucking hot sauce on all the trash, and I'm gonna see what happens, right? Bro, they fucking cleaned out all the food that was in the trash. Oh, oh they really nice. Add a little spice to it. <laughs> they were fucking having a feast because when we all woke up the next day we just see trash all over the side of the house and we're like what the fuck happened and it was fucking raccoons making a mess so it really got to the point where we had to put cement blocks on top (laughs) and every time we had to take out the trash guess what you got the cement blocks then but then like when the trash comes in the morning you're obviously gonna go take it off right or they do it no, we uh, we we took it off. Yeah, okay. Because it's on the side of the house. 
but we honestly don't know if the raccoons ever try to be ballsy <laughs> and be out in the middle of the road. You gotta get one of the cameras just recording it, yeah. just in case you see some cameras. Well, we have a doorbell one, and it reaches out to the driveway, so you can kind of see where the trash can's at. But when there's two cars blocking it, it's kind of hard to see. Yeah, you know. But we never really had that problem. But as we were saying, with the trash on the side of the house, HOA was bitching about it. Uh, like it doesn't exactly look like a proper setup, and it's unappealing to the community. Stupid. The fuck you mean is unappealing <laughs> to the community? No one gives a fuck. The trash can is on yeah. the side of the house. It's trash. Yeah. It's trash. Where else are you supposed to put it? Apparently in our garages. Wow. Yeah. Did it stink up the garage? Fuck that. Yeah, but it doesn't stink up the garage because the bin, you know, itself is pretty decent. Yeah. It's pretty tight. You don't really smell it that much. But obviously, when you lift it, you just yeah. slaps you in the face. Slaps you in the fucking face. It's the worst. It's really the fucking worst. So it's just been sitting in our garage. Now it just it just became a force of habit. But at the same time, it's like, why do we have to pay HOA fees? Dude, I, and what? What? Someone sometimes is like eight hundred bucks on top of your rent, right? Whoa, I don't know about eight hundred bucks. HOA here is like two twenty. Twenty? Okay. What no. the fuck? <laughs> I've heard stories of like eight hundred bucks in some communities. Yeah, like, HOA here is two twenty. You guys are fucking madmen. We're yeah. paying like eighty bucks for ours. Yeah. Too funny. <laughs> it's crazy. It's still crazy though. Like, where, where's nobody going, <laughs> dude? It's like it comes to like. I think it looks like this with HOA because with HOA, I don't have to do my lawn. That gets cut for me. H I guess HOA goes into recycling and garbage being picked up. All that little stuff it kind of adds up, which I get to a certain extent, yeah. but it's still. That like, doesn't matter. I just, like, just my house is like over two hundred grand and. It's already, you know, it should be included already. <laughs> I'm saying that's an extra two something is on top yeah. of it. It's ridiculous. All we have in my crib is trash and recycle on every Thursday and Fridays. Same thing with me. Right. Oh, Thursdays and Fridays. Mine's is Tuesdays and Fridays. Mine's like yeah, Tuesdays and Fridays. Interesting. I download the right. app. Shout out. God damn. Yeah. It took me a while to remember the fact that we had yeah Thursdays recycle. Friday was a trash. That's why I don't do that because there would be days where I fucking just knock out and then I wake up in the morning and fuck, every bin is outside except <laughs> my bin is not even there. So. Oh no, I definitely remember to take it out the day or the night of. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to wake up early as fuck to take this shit out. Yeah. I'll just leave it overnight. Yeah. Somebody yeah. hits that shit, that's interesting, but I'm pretty sure nobody's going to fucking yeah. hit it. Yeah. No, but that's what we realize. I want to live in a fucking comfort, bro. In the middle of nowhere, no neighbors for miles. I want some like nice land, peace you know, and quiet. Peace and quiet. You can blast your music all the fuck you yeah, do. Do whatever, smoke I want. whatever you want. Drink I can, I can build whatever want. I want whenever I feel like building. Yeah. That'd be dope, honestly. I, I mean, really it's nice having neighbors, but it's nice having your own your, your own, own spot. Peace, it's just man, it's your own there. Spot. Fuck my neighbors. I mean, I want to I mean, say my neighbors are neighbors. pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I mean, cool. Well, I was about to say. My, my neighbors no, 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 are cool no, no. people. Mine are cool, yeah. too, but honestly, like, fuck your neighbors, because sometimes they always find a way to complain about something. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I didn't even bother you. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And it's like, no, you did this. And it's like, when the hell did I do this? What the fuck is the <laughs> yeah. issue here? A big concern I had when I first moved here was with, not when I first moved, when I got my car, because my car is loud. Yeah. So especially on a cold start, like when I first, and especially when it's like actually cold outside, dude. I was so worried about that, and then there was times when I was like going to work at like four o'clock in the morning, stuff like that, and 
Damn, I, like, I, would yeah. I would hate you. I would hate you. See, that's what I, at first I was like, oh fuck, are they really upset? But then yeah. my neighbors are car people. Oh, okay. So they all are all for it. So like my neighbor came out when I got the car the first. He's like, dude, what happened to the Toyota? Everything yeah. like that. I was like, you know, I just needed something bigger, give a little spiel, and then he, we just had like a twenty minute conversation about how he used to street race and everything yeah. like that. <laughs> so you know, it was it was pretty it was pretty dope. So I'm thankful for that. Cause you got lucky. You want you know, one of the good ones. Yeah, my neighbors don't really stories. give a fuck about that. I'm, so I'm, I'm thankful for that. Fucking old people. These motherfuckers are in their 60s. Y'all are cranky as fucking complain about everything, right? They're actually Hispanic, so they don't really complain about too much. Because they understand when we have parties, but we don't really have parties too often. Correct. You know? But when we do, we get kind of loud, but we try to keep it contained. And the problem is my car is the same way. My car is loud. What can you do about it? But it, I was trying to be considerate with the exhaust that I have. Yeah. Which is the R400. So it's really quiet. Right, but the it thing is, is yeah. I added the downpipe, so then everything just got fucked up. <laughs> and it's like, nah, we're just gonna keep it loud. But it could be worse. I could have it told me. And when I was working construction, I was waking up at five in the morning, and I had to be out, or I had to be at work by six. So imagine me just waking up, and the first thing that you hear is, loud as shit. Idiot. Somebody's gonna get mad at me. I'm not a morning person, so. You definitely get fucking mad. But the thing is, you're a car person, so you really I mean, can't get mad. Yeah, I can't, yeah. Like, I understand, but it's like, fuck, dude, it's too early for this shit. And I'm glad HOA doesn't complain about the loudness, at least. There's no way they fucking I mean, could. It's so quick. Yeah, it's like, what? You say it's quick, but then we're just sitting there fucking 15 minutes letting the car walk in a window. You said you sit there for 15 minutes? Dude, I'm usually, like, trying to roll, like, out of my neighborhood. It's so, like, you know, like, actually chill. I don't I have a keep long exit. I can't roll. <laughs> I don't have a hill where I can just casually roll out of. No, dude, I gotta sit there for a minute. <laughs> I guess a little bit quieter on idle, you know? Yeah. But even then, one step of the gas and you can just hear it. God, dude, but it's been a while since I've had like a loud car, so I don't remember the feeling, honestly. It's been that long. What's the, loud, like, what's the loudest car you had? The, the Subi? The old Subi, yeah. And I just had the uh, HKS exhaust. And no, it wasn't even loud. It was like deep. Yeah. Like it was so deep, bro. You could, like feel it in your chest. That that's shit was amazing. That's I like that shit. Yeah. That's Kev's car. Yeah. Kev, you yeah. sat in the SI? I haven't sat in the SI, honestly. No. So uh, he took me one day for a little spin. He's like, hey, man, got a little, a little something in there, you know? Let's go. I was like, fuck it. I haven't sat in the <laughs> for so long. Um, and you just hear the exhaust. Just, mm. Sitting in your fucking chest. Dude, that's the like, best. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, how do you listen to music?" He's like, "I don't." <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but you know, I try to make it work. Yeah, I just blast my shit. That's all I did. Yeah, yeah. I put a bass box in my car now, so I'm chilling. Dude, mine, ha- mine has my new Subaru has like cables for the box, so I literally have just have to put one in and plug it in. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not. That's not me. <laughs> oh, you're not a music guy. Not, I mean, I'm a huge music guy, but I'm not one to like throw like a twelve in the back. So like oh, no, I, that I shit. Yeah. In the back. <laughs> One single I'm ten in the back, and I'm good with that. I had a twelve in the back, bro. You just see me in traffic, and, and it'd just be dead quiet. And the only thing you would hear is boom, boom, boom. <laughs> shaking the mirrors. Yeah, shaking bro. the whole fucking block. <laughs> the rearview mirror just looked like I was drunk. Like it was shaking so much that I really couldn't see steady. And then the same thing with the side mirrors. The base would hit so hard that the side mirrors would shake too. So it was just. Shake you no, the whole time. The stock speakers are enough for me. 
Dude, uh, I, I like. It's enough for me now because I want to buy other things. Music is definitely not a priority now. Yeah. I'm okay with what I got right now. But eventually, later on, if I do feel unsatisfied, I'll gladly throw a fucking 10 inch in the yeah. back. And, and even like when I'm driving around and I like, don't want to like blast the music like in the car with the speakers, I'll just put on my AirPods and that's enough for me. Oh. You put on your fucking AirPods when you're driving? Yeah, what's wrong with that? You're a maniac. What's wrong with that? I, I just got to see. I don't got to listen to the cars next oh, to me. Oh, hell no. <laughs> You're a maniac for that one. What do you mean? You're just going to look around. Hell no, Riggy. I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I feel I just, so I, uncomfortable. I just, I, I just put on like the transparency mode. That shit's actually awesome, man. Transparency mode? But you Am can't... I missing something? What the fuck is that? Where you, where you can't hear shit. You don't have AirPods? I have, I have AirPods. AirPods. Just... You have AirPods Pro? Is... Nah. Oh, no, no, oh no, y'all no, are poor no. as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I got the pro. Well, man, we're broke. Yeah. <laughs> My fucking bad. I got it when it first came out. Yeah. What the fuck? No, I got I the felt new. bougie back then, but not yeah. now. I'm, no. I'm getting old. I got an upgrade now, apparently. Is... Dude, they were on sale. It was like what, what like one fifty on Amazon. Ricky, I'm spending fucking one fifty on my car. I don't give a fuck about AirPods. Yeah, one fifty for AirPods is worth. AirPods Pro. I already have AirPods. I don't need more. But you need the Pro. Why do we need? <laughs> they got the transparency. Yeah, they sold it right there. But you still haven't fucking explained to me what the fuck it's is like, transparency. It's like noise cancellation. Ah, uh, okay. It's noise, noise cancellation, dude. Cancellation for yeah. what? You're on the road. You need to hear what the fuck is going on around. Don't you? don't. You just look around. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mommy yeah. never took into a car with this. Go I, I rarely do it. But okay. nah, I'm glad that you know when I was in the car, Ricky, you didn't have it on. <laughs> We're having a conversation. I think that's what they'll do by himself. Dude, but I said, you guys don't see it. I see it all the time. People with headphones in the car. I do, but it's such a weird thing because I'm like, don't you have a fucking... But it's not like you need to listen to the road. Like, you just need to watch. I guess, yeah. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong, but it's <laughs> so weird. It makes you feel comfortable. It's because, like, I have Apple CarPlay... I have the Bluetooth. Yeah. So, like, it's all hands-free. I get a call, it pops up on the screen. And yeah. I'm like, all yeah. right, cool. But my steering wheel, I already have a fucking button. All right, let's pick up the phone. Or hang up. I don't got to touch my phone. Yeah. So I could just imagine me having a fucking AirPod in. Let's say the, the conversation just, uh, you know, finishes. You got to hang up. Then you have a fucking AirPod just stuck in your ear. <laughs> you I mean, yeah. Ah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what the fuck is going on. It's such a weird thing for me because I'm like, now I have to worry about the AirPod. And then if I have the AirPod in my ear, do I listen to music? Do I just put it away? Yeah. It's unnecessary. I mean, at least my personal opinion. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just used to it. To me, to me, it's not too long to just like pick it up. And sh- I'm so glad you didn't do that on the way to Miami. Oh, no. I mean, I do it when I'm alone. So when I'm just like, I want to listen to something and just not worry about things around me. That noise cancellation is sick, dude. dude I love me, it. Me and Ricky on the way to Miami, bro. Like a four-hour conversation. I think we talked the, the whole way. It's not supposed to be, though. It's supposed to be like that. Non-stop. Even on the way back home, we were talking non-stop. And that was just amazing, the fact that we really got to experience really a lot together. Yeah, can we talk about Miami dude, for a second? Dude, I cannot. I, I that was my first big festival, and I could have believed it. Dude, biggest regret that I wasn't able to go. I wish that's, you could have gone. And that's and how the, we got in the, the house. Name. Oh my god, the house. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. First, that's how we got the infamous name Ricardo. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It was because of Kev. Kev decided to spit it out of nowhere. Ricardo. You know Kev. Kev is stuck. (laughs) It's stuck. It's just perfect. It's stuck. 
so when it came to Miami, right, we had a, a pretty nice Airbnb. Super nice. Well, for, in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Like 30 minutes from the venue. That's probably the worst part of it. It was mm. so far from the venue. Yeah. You had to wake up a little early. It wasn't even that bad. It was like 25 minutes. But even then, I didn't mind driving because it's like, we're all driving. Yeah. We're all going to vibe on the way there. And then when we come back, everybody's just chill and relaxed. Mm-hmm. Windows down. Yeah. We smell like ass. Oh, <laughs> my car smelled like ass for I like a week. It. Oh, my God. I believe it. But yeah, Rolling Loud was a fucking experience. That was, uh, I'd say that's probably my first hip-hop festival. First, yeah, same. I'm like, I've never been to Rolling Loud. I've been to EDC. I've been to Sunset. been to plenty of concerts. Yeah. Different venues of all kinds. But Rolling Loud was a interesting fucking experience for me, yeah, I should say the least. Rolling Loud is no fucking joke, dude. I could not believe the amount of people on the first day. <sighs> yeah. Let alone the second. The second, the second was worse. Because that's when Travis was When headline. Travis came out? Oh, my God. With Travis, you have to, like, prepare yourself. Because no, no. We, we, were, we, we got there. We were the first guys at the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I when it opened, we ran in, and people were getting stomped on. I don't know how we made it through. Dude. Oh, my God. I felt so bad for the lady. I felt so bad for so many was, people. she was getting wrecked. Like, wrecked. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, please let this lady be careful. But the thing was, we had a mission. Set yeah, just get to the front. Tells the mission, bro. One goal, and we're like, we gotta, we gotta stick it up, bro. Yeah, we gotta stick this up, dude. Eight hours. You got. I give you guys eight credit. Eight hours waiting for Travis. When bro, I went, bro, because I didn't. I, obviously, I didn't go this time, but I think I went like 2017. Dude, I was at the front for fucking low pump. Oh, dude, man. and when pump came out, this is when I don't think Gucci Gang was out. I think like his like his first comes on like Boss and everything with it. And I promise you, like I'm like within arm's length of fucking Pump. Yeah. And Pump decided he wasn't even on stage. Pump came right to the crowd. Sick. So it was like, dude, and I fucking almost died. I promise <laughs> you, I almost died, dude. Like God, I God was watching over me that day because, bro, the crowd just went fucking insane. Yeah, crowd's insane. It's insane when the crowd goes. And then the first day I saw J Cole. Uh, which to me, hands down, was the best performance there the whole weekend. Bro, I'm jealous. Yeah, Jake, Jake Cole, Cole was, I haven't seen yet. Jay Cole was just uh, fucking mesmerizing to watch. Travis is obviously Travis. Yeah. Uh, and then the third day was was kind of like the wind down day with like Post Malone and everything like that. That's how it was for us. Yeah, last yeah. day. Yeah. The first day we were in the pits. We got in there. Energy was crazy. First first headliner was ASAP. Yeah, ASAP okay. Rocky was a fucking madman. That was such a great. I love ASAP Rocky. I'm a big fan. So when I was just like, I need to hear Laura Pretty Flacco. <laughs> that was like his first song. No, speaking of ASAP, the, day, <laughs> no, the year I went. Wasn't. Speaking of the year I went, I don't mean to cut you off. I, Playboy Cardi had came out. Ooh. And Cardi brought out Rocky as a guest. And that was my first night there. And bro, the fucking place went crazy. crazy. Me and uh, Ricky missed Playboy. But that was because we were thirsty. We wanted to get some water. Water's more important Bro, than being hey, man, After this whole Travis situation, which I think we should get into, I think water and safety is more of a importance. Priority for Priority everybody. at this point now. Cause... And lucky enough, when we were front row for Travis, like we sat there the whole time. Like, yeah. Literally the whole day. When we got in there, we made it. We booked it to the front. We got to the gate. All of us were sitting comfortable. 
Yeah, we got our water beforehand. Yeah, water beforehand. Smart prepared. Backpacks, all, you know, on deck. And then uh, we just kind of had to stick it out for a minute. And that was, what, eight hours, like you said, right? Dude, and the chaos started as soon as, um, dude, who was it? We who, had... Who was it that was, was on, I was on that day? Future? No, 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 no. It was, wasn't Future. Future? Well, Future was before Travis. It was Young Thug that was before Young Travis. Young Thug. Oh, Thug is a great performance but to watch. It, it started off with Sofago. Yeah. And then Cash Page. Dude, I forgot what his name was. Holy shit. And then we had Don Toliver. Don Toliver. That's something. Oh, my had. God. When Don Toliver came out, it was the mess. Everything just went downhill. Yeah, Don yeah. Toliver is, is Don Toliver was a great performance. That was amazing. That made me love him even more than I do now. Yeah. That was an amazing performance. And what was next? We had Kodak. Kodak. Performing at the Don. Kodak in Miami is always a vibe. So, it's... Boy, we was jamming out of Kodak so hard, but everybody <laughs> was behind us just crazy. People yeah. the entire time were fighting to get the, the gate in front yeah. of us yeah. while we were sitting there. Yeah. I gave up early because I was too tired. Like, yeah. Kev- Kevin Dante, soldiers out there, bro. They, they held, they held they it could, down. They, have it. they held it yeah. down. It was me, Kevin, Don. We stuck it out at the gate for so long. Ricky had gotten stuck behind us. And then I eventually got pushed out when Travis came. Yeah, home. dude, it was just too wild. Like that's how crazy it was. Like I couldn't even have a grip on the yeah. cage anymore. Wow. Like, we got squeezed out of there. Wow. And then me and Ricky were like, "Yo, you just trying to mosh?" Yep. At this point, <laughs> yeah, we just moshing. Like we were, we were still next to Kev and Don, like near the front. Yeah. But we were close enough where the mosh was also at yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So we didn't exactly get lost. But that was such a fucking mess to do. I'm with. honestly happy we, we weren't in the mosh with Travis. Yeah. Oh, dude, the mosh with Travis dude, was is so wild. It was crazy. It was, it was sad, too, because my ankles were fucked. My dude, ankles, were, ankles were fucking balloons, man. My ankles were swollen. Dude, Both balloons. of my ankles were swollen from just standing there <laughs> yeah. all day. And yeah. I was like, Dude, I, could, I couldn't believe it when he, walked, when he walked out. It looks like fucking abnormal. It was just... <laughs> At that point, it was just like mind over matter. Like, bro, I'm about to enjoy this show. I don't know how you walked yeah. to the car. <laughs> I don't know either, but I did. I walked to the car and I took off my shoes and I was like, I don't want to put them back on. No. I don't. And I had to put them back on because we went to Wawa. Yeah, yeah. To grab something. No. And bro, it was terrible. When I woke up, feet still hurting. I was like, yo, when, whenever y'all want to go, y'all let me know. Really, I'm in no rush though. Yeah. I was trying to heal myself. And what helped me get through that last day was I got a little tipsy so I felt light I felt like I was on my toes yeah. so walking around wasn't even a problem yeah, yeah, yeah. and I told Ricky too I was like Yo, Ricky if you get uh, if you get drunk I promise you it's gonna help you out <laughs> and he's like for real I was like yeah it got me a little light now I feel good I could just walk around and do whatever and he's like mm, we'll see I might have to try it and then you know Ricky gets a little tipsy he's like yo dude you're right I feel light. I feel good. My yeah. back doesn't hurt no more. I'm about to jump dude, around. So dude, especially everything. in that environment, you kind of need to be a little elevated a bit. Dude, you can't lift. Once you're in it, you can't lift your arms. Well, for like Travis, I couldn't lift my arms at all. Like, I couldn't like. Oh yeah, I we couldn't were breathe. Pinned. We were pinned down. Yeah, we couldn't do anything. We we're just like we got to stick it out. Yeah, I feel like after this whole Travis controversy, I feel like a lot of shit is changing now. Oh, with, dude, with it, it, something it's needs to change for sure. It was it was such a mess. Yeah, to I mean, and to me, like, like I said, when, when I went, it was bad. Like, 
until you almost die and type shit. Yeah. Because for low pump, everybody's just going crazy. So, like, I'm, I, I've experienced Travis. I've experienced Drake. I've experienced Travis multiple times. Yeah, Travis multiple it's times. Still crazy and, and every single time. You never could just be prepared for it, but... I feel like after this whole controversy, like, which, I mean, I don't think it's Travis's fault. No, I was just going to, I don't, yeah. I don't think it's Travis's fault at all, but, you know, the society that we live in is going to put the blame on the biggest name, in my opinion. They all blamed it because of the video where Travis was just singing, apparently he was just looking into the crowd. Yeah. But there's so many factors that need to be involved. Like, one, the lights could be blinding him, right? He doesn't exactly see one person down there. Yeah. He sees a whole sea of people. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to pinpoint what the hell is going on. Uh, for, at least from our perspective, from what I've seen, I didn't see a, you know, a pit open up for the person that was you know, in the, in the crisis that was dying. Oh. I didn't see a pit open up. It was still a sea of people. So it's kind of hard to be like, yo, I blame it on Travis because Travis saw what was going on. Yeah. Did Travis really see what was going on? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I've read that Travis didn't even have the authority to stop it. No. It was just the production director or some shit like that. He was the one that had full authority to pull it and be like, listen, that's it. We got to stop. But then again, I mean, Travis just continued performing. And then I feel like, so, like I said, social media just paints a picture of these people yeah. as, like, bad. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm di- I'm going to a Travis yeah. concert. Travis <laughs> is lit. <laughs> but, you know. Cancel culture is rough. Yeah, super yeah, so rough right now. Yeah. Really rough. Like people are really sensitive about very specific topics, and they could just be like, "Yo, fuck your dog," and immediately somebody's like, "Fuck my dog." What do you mean, fuck my dog? Yeah. I love my dog. This and that. And yeah. then you got a whole sea of people coming through, and they're all dog lovers, and they're like, "Oh, fuck your dog." Well, fuck you then. It's just a back so and forth. Which is a problem. Uh, but like in regards to like Travis, I feel like it's definitely the fans. Like people. Like, I understand you want to get hyped, but you got to take care of each other. Of course. You got to look around you and be like, God, there's a lot of people here. Like, yeah. You know, not trying to stomp on each other or, that like, was, you know. That was probably, like, the best thing about Rolling Loud. Like, even though we're all having a fucking great time and, like, getting smushed or whatever, but we deadass took care of each we other. We took care of each other. Yeah. We all took care, care yeah, of each other. That's a good thing. Like, people were gone, you know, people were close to passing out. We were like, yeah. yo, you need to get out. I gave we my, would make yeah. space to everybody like yo move out the way he's gotta go and we would help him out yep. or let's say they needed water yep. yo here's water I was just about to say all the water that I had I had like one of those camelbacks mm-hmm. I just gave it to the people around me yeah and then I had a water bottle myself and it was near the beginning of Travis the guy that was next to me he's a trooper he wasn't getting water for shit <laughs> And I didn't notice until after the fact where I started paying attention. And I gave him my water bottle that was in my pocket. That was like a stash. It was mm-hmm. like, just in case if I ran out of water, we didn't get lucky enough. That was a stash. Yeah. And I gave him the stash. I was like, yo, here. I'm like, I know you need it. He's like, bro, thank you, bro. Thank you. I had- bro chugged it immediately. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I mean, I got you. Same thing with the girl that was behind us. Yeah, this poor girl was like, you know, five foot Dude, like five three. Foot two. Five foot two. Wild. Five foot three. Smashed up behind me, bro. Like all I feel is your titties on my back, and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) that would be too, bro. I can't do nothing though. Like I really couldn't do nothing, and I felt bad for her. I was like, yo, and I kept checking up on her. I was like, yo, you good? She was like, yeah, I'm good. She gave me the thumbs up, and I was like, you need water or anything? She's like, I'm okay right now. 
and then we would just be moshing together. We'd be head awesome, bumping, dude. and she just thugged it out like a champ. Yeah. And then same thing. Kodak came through. She was still on me, pressed up. <laughs> but she's a trooper because she stuck it out, and I had to help her. And I was like, "Yo, you good? You want water?" She's like, "Yeah, if you got some like, water bottle right here, boom, take it." And then she was good. That's the thing, though. You gotta treat people the way you want to be treated. Exactly. Facts. That's imagine a big if fact. you're the one being trampled, you want to get. You want to be helped immediately, yeah. That's not a good experience for anybody. Imagine being trampled by several people. Several? More like hundreds, bro. Well, that depends, though, too, because it really got to the point where this lady did get trampled at the front of the gate, but a circle opened up so fast. Yeah. Like, somebody pushed her out the way, and a couple people stepped on her, but once we saw a person go down, especially a woman, the circle opened up so fast, and they're like, nope, we got to get her up. And immediately we got her up. Yeah, it was it was so wild. But definitely like one of the magical moments is like cause we were waiting for Travis for like an hour. Yeah, he was late as fuck. Bro, setting up the stage and like it was so nice to see security like give water to everybody and everyone yeah. was like passing the bottles yeah, back yeah, yeah. and they just kept passing it back yeah. and back. Like that was super cool to watch. We were asking around like, yo, you got water, you got water? Yeah. And it wasn't even cold water. Like these motherfuckers Dude, warm as fuck. Warm as fuck brought it out the back. All the cold water was given to everybody but us. And we, I think, what was it? Somebody threw a water bottle at a, at a production lady that was up on the stage trying to get shit right. <laughs> He's like, yo, hurry up with the show. We're trying to go home or whatever. And somebody fucking just threw a water bottle. And we're like, you're not fucking helping anything. What are you doing? Yeah. And I forgot exactly what happened, but she just looked back, ignored everybody. She's like, I'm going to just keep this shit going because if I say something, it's going to be a wrap. Yeah. Dude. Rolling now was fucking great experience. experience. Yeah. Dude, and then we're chilling, yeah, chilling back at the house. Yo, the house was great too. The house was everything that we needed, to be honest. Yeah, like, it's my biggest regret. It's not even, not even for rolling now. It's just the house. Right. Everybody had their space. Unfortunately, the jacuzzi broke before we got there. Yeah, that was a pain. <laughs> which we were like, <laughs> right, forward to it. but we had a pool. Yeah. So we didn't even care about the jacuzzi. And then we had, like, a, a back patio area where we can all just sit down. It was a nice-ass B&B. Yeah, smoke yeah. hookah, drink. We had people rolling up. You introduced me to the nice uh, the Jack Daniels thing. Yeah. Dude. It's a Jack Daniels malt beverage. Mm. Um, it is so fucking good. I forgot exactly what it is, but the specific flavor was, like, Southern Peach and uh-huh. Fruit Punch. So good. And I was like, Ricky, let me put you on real quick. And Ricky tried it, and he's like... Fucking chugged it. He's like, bro, this shit's good as fuck. So we were just chilling. And then, out of nowhere, man, mind you, smoking hookah, smoking butt, and drinking. Right? Mm-hmm. And they specifically asked, don't smoke in the house. <laughs> so we didn't smoke in the house. We smoked outside of the house. For sure. And then, out of nowhere, as we were just bumping music, doing our thing, pool guy comes in. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> Shit of bricks, dude. And we just looked at him, and we were like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" And we yeah. thought it was, could have been like an Airbnb owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't know, but the pool guy just comes in out of nowhere, dude. She and was he just so looks at random. us, and we're smoking a blunt, and we're hitting the hookah, and we're drinking, and buds on the table, Yo. the hookahs is out. Like probably the worst <laughs> thing you could probably look at when you first come in, and everything was all laid out. Jesus Christ 
And it was such an awkward moment because this guy came in quietly. Yeah. Didn't say a word. No word. Didn't ring a doorbell. He just came in through the side, had his pool shit ready, and then all of us just sitting on the side of the back patio. <laughs> the little kids just watching him. <laughs> yeah, we just looked at him and then we looked at each other and we're like, I think we should put this out for a sec. <laughs> but I don't know. But we let it slide, and I forgot who talked to him. Dante, Dante that was Dante, bro. Dante you put was... the dumbest motherfucker <laughs> to talk to this guy. Man, this fucking guy just walks up. He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna go talk to him real quick." Yo, how, like, how, how, how you clean? How you clean him, pools? <laughs> yeah. So how how often do you come to clean the pool? You know, when are you gonna clean the pool again? Or this and that. Just so asking random ass questions, and he's having a conversation with the guy. Yeah. But I'm just like. Why are you so here? Yeah. You shouldn't be here. This shit should have been done regardless. But the thing was, we enjoyed the pool for the first two nights. Yeah. And then the third night, uh, we couldn't enjoy it because of fucking iguanas coming out of nowhere. I'm talking about families of iguanas. Yeah, it's like so, that's South Florida. Like that ass migrating out of nowhere mm-hmm. and taking shits in the pool. <laughs> yeah, and it's so not bad. just like small shits. Like these mm-hmm. things look like. Five dollar footlongs, <laughs> and bro, they're dropping all over the back, in the pool. Oh. I think one of them climbed in the jacuzzi and took a shit back there, and I was like, oh, yeah, nah, we're not going in that bitch. Yeah, fuck that. We coming home, we taking a shower, and then we getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, but my shoes were so crusty after the whole weekend. You gotta understand when we're surrounded by so many people and everybody's Dude, sweating, dirt, it's insane. and we're sweating. All the sweat just collects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just builds so up as one. Like, it really just builds up as one. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and, bro, it got to a point where the whole crowd emptied out, right? Yeah. This is after Travis. Yeah. Crowd emptied out. We just sat back waiting for everybody to leave. And bro, it looked, it looked like they dropped bombs in the field. <laughs> Yo, the field looked disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, you can see everything yeah. wet. Cans everywhere. Yeah. Someone's fucking throw up. Blunt wrappers. Like, everything you can think of just all over. But that shit look filthy. That's and filthy. us, drenched in sweat. <laughs> we look like we came out of the pool. Yeah. Like, we're dead ass dripping sweat. Dude, but it sucked. It hurts so bad when we all use my car. And I'm like, my has cloth seas. I'm like, yo, it's going to stink for the longest did this you? Was so nasty. You cleaned it when you got home, right? Like you vacuum your car, try to get. The I tried. Out. I tried. I threw like a, like a like a bomb of like Febreze in there. <laughs> yeah, I would have emptied out that Febreze so hard, <laughs> trying to clean everything up. But it still smells pretty bad to this day. But I sold the car, so I don't have to deal with it anymore. But yeah. yeah. Dude, how long was rolling loud? <laughs> hey man, rolling loud was fun. It was worth the experience. That's all that matters. As long as you had a good time. That's such a good time. That's all that man. matters. But I do want to pro- probably go to, like, Rolling Loud in New York. I feel yeah. like that'd be my Cali. Cali. Cali's too. my Rolling Loud I got to go to next. But I wanted yeah. to go to New York because J. Cole was headlining in New, New York. Yeah, New York. And then New York is home. I, I miss New York, too. Yeah. So I like New York. But I feel like Cali gets, like, the the bigger, like, Everyone's wall like stars, bro. Because Future brought out Chris Brown. Kanye. No, Chris, no, Future brought Kanye. Dang. Imagine that, bro. Future brought out Kanye. Oh, yeah. Kanye was supposed to be at Rolling Out Miami. Miami. Yeah. He didn't fucking show up. <laughs> he was supposed to play Donda. 
It didn't show up. He didn't play it. He didn't drop nothing. Me, Ricky, and Don were waiting till fucking like three, four in the morning, <laughs> being awake, oh, really? waiting, for out, waiting for Don to <laughs> never drop. Dude, never drop. I was so disappointed. Fucking Kanye, I love you, man. But goddamn, what the fuck? That's why Drake's my artist. <sighs> fucking Drake. I don't know. The last album was good, but it was like it's not Donda. Donda was great. Donda was. I, I think. Don, I mean, after listening to a bit, I don't think Donda was was bad. Like people were trying to paint it. It was good. I thought it was. I thought it was good. It wasn't bad. There's definitely certain songs where I'm like, I get the production. It sounds great. Yeah. But lyrically, it's not up to par, and it doesn't match up to what I what I want. Yeah. Right. And I guess it's a gospel album to a degree. But at the same time, like you also need lyrics in order to help me catch on to the song. Exactly. So I can only enjoy it so forth. But I did believe it was a better album than CLB. Gonna have to disagree with you on that yeah, one. <laughs> to, you know, agree to disagree, whatever the fuck you want. But that's just my opinion. I felt like CLB obviously had better verses, mm-hmm. right? I love the last fucking song on that album, "Fucking Fans." Oh my god, dude. such a song! Like that speaks. That just speaks. Speaks right? wonders, right there. He just confesses so much shit. Yeah, I'm like damn, he really killed this shit. Yeah. Right, knife talk, banger. It's a banger. Can't go wrong with knife talk. I'm trying to think what else. TSU. Uh, ooh, TSU is a good one. Into deep. Into deep. Into deep. Top. Into yeah. deep is fucking. Oh into my. Into deep. Top. So many. God. You don't even know. Into deep was fucking. Top two. Into deep and fucking fans. Yeah. Immediately. Uh, but CLB just. And then they dropped the deluxe. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ah, Life of the Party with Andre. Please let me get an Andre 3000 solo album. Yeah, you know how satisfied I would be with life if I just get a solo album of this man just spitting bar after bar after bar. We don't want Kendrick. <laughs> I don't know, Kendrick, dude. I don't know when he's gonna drop anything. I'm. I want Kendrick. He's supposed to be dropping at the end of the year, but we don't know. Nope. He's on his own fucking schedule. Kendrick is just doing his own thing. Considering it's his last TDE album, yeah, he's gonna be with PG. What is it PG Lang? I think so. Like yeah, I, I want to hear the last album. I yeah. want to see what he's gonna do. It's gonna be great. This nigga's yeah, been working really on right. it for what four or five years now. Too long. <laughs> too long. Yeah, Way too long. Years. Way too long. Same thing with Frank Ocean. I feel like it's too Frank long. Ocean, bro. Yeah, yeah, Frank, is, man. Frank is something else. I'll vibe to Frank Ocean all day. Dude, with T- Tyler? Oh, Tyler, what? The album came out this year, right? Yeah. That's the best album of the year. As yeah. much as I love these other people, that's the best album of the year. I mean, year. J. Cole. J. Cole's album's pretty, pretty great, too. It's great, yeah. But J. Cole, dude. Ty, Tyler just killed it. Yeah, Tyler like, killed it, though. He made everything himself. Did everything himself. It's he just brought the guest artist, like what NBA Young Boy. I didn't expect him to do that verse. Nope. I didn't expect him to sound like that. And I was like, damn, this man really killed that shit. Pharrell. Yeah, this year was a good year for music. It was. It really was. Yeah, music, music went good this year. Yeah, shit was fucking lit. I'm only excited for what 2022 is gonna bring for everybody. I'm just excited for the new year, man. Hell yeah, just kind of so getting hard. something started, bro. Like, y'all have some New Year's resolutions? Uh, 
get a job. <laughs> <laughs> you better work for fucking Tesla. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, like, like you know, steady job. Stable, yeah. Yeah, stable. Hey, you never know. That might turn into something just the four months of it. Yeah, we'll never know, man. I figure out the first month. I'll let you guys know how that goes. <laughs> I was updated with that one. But, yeah. but besides this fucking job, what you got? Uh, Probably workout. I mean, like gym goals. Gym goals? Yeah. You got them pretty big. Dude, that's what everyone's telling me, but I still feel like a, like a little bitch. A little small. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I've been told, like, yo, you're looking a little bigger. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't see Dude, it. I, feel, I don't feel that way. I, I have been. So, I started working out, what was it, February? Yeah. I've been 160 since February. Wow. But I look like, like, you wouldn't, if I took a thing in February, you wouldn't recognize me. You wouldn't me. tell, yeah. Yeah. You just like, build muscle, nuts. man. You've just, been cutting out fat, you've been building muscle. Dude, I'm trying to get down to like 150, and it's been a mission to just to lose 10 pounds. Yeah. Holy shit! Stop I can't do that junk. Dude, I, I can't get away from chocolate. Chocolate? Choc- chocolate's like my weakness for sure. <laughs> you throw out a Hershey's, oh, I'm, I'm eating this. Wraps. M and M's, that shit's gone. <laughs> nah, man, you throw me Reese's. Oh, dude, Reese's, yeah, but Kit Kat for me. Kit Kat is my is my crack. This motherfucker would just go on break and grab like a like a Coke. And a Kit Kat. That's, that's, yeah, his, that's his lunch break. That was my lunch break, yeah. Like a fucking... Who does that? You're on an eight-hour shift. Like, you need a Kit Kat and a fucking... And a so, definitely, though, that's why I'm hyped about Cali, because I'm going to be doing my own groceries for the first time. So, I'm going to actually, like, meal prep. Yeah, and, like, prepare actually yourself, start, yeah. Like, yeah, counting calories and stuff. So, it'd be way easier to cut down. Well, I fucking hope you do. I really hope you come back fucking <laughs> turn the diet around. <laughs> great. Yeah. Now, what about you, Brandon? You got a fucking I would resolution? say, say resolution wise, uh, definitely keep this going with the podcast. Like, make this going. We're not stopping this. Never shit stopping any this. fucking time. Yeah, soon. yeah keep Boy, going with that. Get back, get back in the gym, like seriously. Because there was a moment when I was going, and then yeah, how many times do people say, "Yo, let's go back to the gym after New Year's"? Yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody says that, but I like I really want to commit myself to that. Like I've been telling myself that heavy. You have to. Be and then that's a grind. It's and a dedication. It's a grind. Like you could dead ass just be laying in bed and you're like, "Do I really want to go to the gym?" Yeah. No, so I mean, it's like the motivation factor at times. It's just you know, just kind of have to te- keep telling yourself to go. Yeah. So I think that's one. That's a big one for me. The podcast, and then start back investing, like with crypto and that's what I can't stocks wait to do well. and everything like that. Mostly crypto because I stocks is just I'm not patient enough for that. Crypto, I'm, uh, maybe if I day trade with stocks, but crypto, 100. percent Just trying to. It's fucking terrible right you now. Know. You don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so even awful. with the market being terrible right now, it's still a good time to get in. So, you know, Shiba to the moon, but. <laughs> Hopefully, if, if Sheba hits, we're retired, man. I'm retired. Uh, listen, guys, for those listening back at home, if Sheba were to hit a penny, let alone a, a dollar. <laughs> a dollar? A, a dollar? A dollar, oh, we're right. out to Dubai. I promise you I'm retired on the spot. Yeah, retired, retired on the spot. Don't talk to me. <laughs> you can't afford me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I'm out. Yeah. For me, it's mostly crypto, but. Yeah, those are definitely my big main resolutions right there. So. Hell yeah, good goals. What about you, Ken? Um, I promise I would tell my my lady after the fact, but since we're over here spilling the beans, I think my New Year's resolution would be uh, not to stay consistent, but to finish things mm. and make sure I complete the goal at task. Yes. 
like everybody can set a goal and they can set short term goals or long term fulfilling goals. it but it's a matter of once you've set it out and you've taken that first step in order to finish it that you actually continue those steps and you finish it <coughs> that's my main thing so hopefully by next year I'll be a real estate agent finish that fucking task maybe I'll finish my short film that I wrote I'm like 17 pages deep but I've just, Hell yeah. I've just stopped and uh, continue with the podcast and hopefully I could keep working on my car and yeah, uh, just cars grow with the people I love that's pretty much it and just see everybody succeed in the way that yeah. that I want them to succeed and as well as they want themselves to succeed so that's pretty much it so as for that being said guys it's about that time we gotta go yeah, man. I appreciate everybody that's tuning in and listening it's been a good one man, good thank you one. Ricky for being here thank you thank you guys man no problem man until next time purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free see better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts oh 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.